Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Friday, May 3rd, 2019, and welcome to episode number 664 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you that members of our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith, and the Iceman, Jerry Drama, has not yet arrived in the studio. Uh, hopefully, they'll be, you know, one or the other will be here momentarily. So, in the meantime, folks, I'll be handling your wrestling news and views here for tonight in place of King Ice. Also, the human suplex machine, John Gross, has also not yet arrived in the studio as well. So I'll be also handling your history and birthdays here for today. <clears throat> if you care to join us through our live video feed here late, late tonight, ladies and gentlemen, tonight it will be through our group dedicated to Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling, FMWUS, Honor Thy Frontier. If you care to join us, of course, for episode 664 Revolution through FMWUS tonight, please feel free to join us there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash FMWUS Frontier Honor. And if you care to join us through TalkShoe.com, the phone number as always is 1-605-562-0444. Call ID 138055-POUND, the magic six numbers, and press that one through one chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening, which might not be that much here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, primarily, of course, your wrestling news and views, and also history and birthdays, but of course, we'll have some other fun stuff to do here. Hopefully, also, we'll have some more folks pop on here to get their take on uh, the week that was here, of course, in wrestling, of course, with their thoughts on Raw, SmackDown, and other and other topics here um, as well. So be sure to, uh, <clears throat> like I said, to just listen in and see what we have on hand here for this evening. 
let's go ahead and get you started here with, the, with some of our rest, some wrestling news here coming out from our friends at 411 Mania here tonight. Uh, of course, we do thank our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WCWS Radio Network to read their stories on all of our groups each and on all of our shows each and every uh, <clears throat> uh, day during each week. Of course, including Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, Power Hour, Outside the Ropes, and others. Uh, first story we'll bring first story we'll bring you here tonight. Uh, Jeremy Thomas brings us a story as WWE pushes Monday's SmackDown House Show to October. This would have been the return of Daniel Bryan. WWE House Show this coming Monday would have featured Daniel Bryan's first match since WrestleMania 35 has been pushed back to October. Wrestling Inc. reports that the show, which was set to take place on May 6th in Corbin, Kentucky, will now take place on October 17th as announced to ticket holders. And here, and here is that right here, ladies and gentlemen. This event has been rescheduled to October 17, 2019, previously May 6, 2019. Original tickets remain valid. Ticket purchase to the original date may be refunded by request at point of purchase. The site notes that according to one ticket holder, fans are very unhappy about the last-minute change in that ticket sales were looking forward for the show due to the fact that the company ran a show in Lexington, Kentucky, just last week. There were still several fifth-row seats available for $35 as well as non-four seats at $15. The show would have been Daniel Bryan's first match coming back from the injury he suffered at Red 35. Bryan was set to face Kofi Kingston in the main event with Roman Reigns versus Randy Orton also advertised. So, folks, uh, <clears throat> unbelievable about uh, unbelievable about all that there, folks. Uh, so at least, like I said, that they are doing the right thing. They are going to, uh, they are going to, uh, of course, allow those, um, allow those tickets to be honored here, of course, sometime here soon. Now I do see now coming in here on the wire here, folks. I do see we do. I think we have one of the members of our Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice. And I do believe that this is yes, indeed. It is, of course, uh, 2000. Before I bring him on, I will go ahead and introduce him right here. He's a 2015 and 17 WWUS Hall of Famer. He's also, of course, part of the team that brings you WWUS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. He is, of course, the one and the only, the Iceman himself, uh, <clears throat> J.D. Jared D. Geralimo. And, J.D., welcome, of course, episode 664 of Revolution. Glad you're here with us. Good to be here. Okay. I just now read a story here that apparently... WWE has pushed back a house show that was supposed to set, be set on Monday and pushed it back to October, which would have been the return of Daniel Bryan. So, <clears throat> so that was kind of, at least they're going to honor the tickets in October, from what, from what I just read. So, at least that's one good thing there, indeed. Uh, so, JD, if you'd like to step in, go on ahead and, uh, and see what else is on the, on the table here. If you got anything else here, of course, please go ahead and fire away. I will. Still oversee the history and birthdays here. John has not yet arrived here in the studio. So go on right ahead. Okay. Well, as we said, however, last night, however, ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Hardy, of course, underwent knee surgery earlier today. WWE.com has reported that he had lingering issues in his right knee. He stated, of course, uh, this past Tuesday that he expects to be sidelined for three quarters of a year, possibly, mind you. Meanwhile, Charlotte Flair, of course, will be driving the pace car, however, 
as the honorary pace car at the Coca-Cola 600 coming up on May 26 at the Charlotte Motor Speedway in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, let's see, what else do we hear? Oh, yes. Dark Side of the Ring viewership from the last of the Von Erics, of course. Uh, 234,000 people watched that on Wednesday compared to 214,000 from last week's uh, uh, count of Bruiser Brody, if you will. Of course, coming up this week, next week, it'll be the story of the life and times of the handsome half-breed, Gino Hernandez, and then the fabulous Mula. Although there has been talk also, they might be adding a second season to that, possibly. I'm not sure when that'll start airing, if you will. And finally, however, if you will, however, it's a busy night on the ice, as you would expect, however. Let's just say, and we will tell you what's going on about that here in just a minute here, in just a second here. Uh, right now, we got a very interesting... Hockey game going on as we speak right now. The Carolina Hurricanes are five minutes away from going on to the Eastern Conference Final, however, leading the Islanders 4-1, to while, of course, the Dallas Stars and the St. Louis Blues are tied at two apiece in their game, however. While tomorrow, however, speaking of 2-2, however, we got two other games teams uh, in 2-2s, let's just say, however. Columbus and Boston will be playing tomorrow night at 10.15, while Colorado will be playing San Jose in the late game at 10 o'clock. Uh, thank you very much there, J.D. Of course, J.D., along with King NWO Gerard T. Smith, is King Ice. Your 2017 Hall of Fame is tag team to bring you all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS radio network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. Now let's see what is on the history and birthday docket here for today, May 3rd, as the human suplex machine John Gross is probably stuck in the, on the bathroom toilet. So right now he cannot, right now he's not able to bring it there to us. We're just kidding. I'm not sure where he's at. I'm sure he's taking care of the business tonight. But hopefully he'll be, but hopefully we'll get to hear from him a little bit uh, before the show's out to this evening. <clears throat> here it is for your history and birthdays for May the 3rd. 27 years ago today, we'll put it at 1992. In Chicago, the Steiner brothers defeated Arn Anderson and Bobby Eaton to win the WCW World Tag Team titles. 26 years ago today, which would put it at 1993, at, NW, at New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestling Dongtaku 93 in Fukuoka, Japan, excuse me, not that, Hulk Hogan defeated the Great Muda. Neither the WWF title held by Hogan nor the IWGP heavyweight title held by Muda was at stake in that match. The event was best remembered in the States for a pre-match interview by Hogan, claiming that the WWF title he held was just a toy, and that the IWGP heavyweight title was the one he really wanted. Promotional bluster aside, WWF officials were reportedly not happy with Hulk Hogan calling their main title a toy. And a cruel bit of irony would be the Japanese that did him, did him did him in just over a month later. A Japanese photographer, though not really, used a fireball to blind Hogan, enabling Japanese sumo wrestler, though not really, Yoko Zuna to defeat, to defeat Hogan for the WWF title at King Ring in June. In the show's main event, Antonio Inoki and Tatsumi Fujinami defeated Jinichiro Tenru and Riki Choshu. 24 years ago today, we'll put it at 1995. With Japan Pro Wrestling presented Wrestling Don't Talk You 95 from the same location there in Japan. I'm not going to try to pronounce all that because that's just, uh, that would sound too nasty. And I think JD might know what I mean. 
Yuji Nagata defeated Manabu Nakanishi by submission. Takayuki Izuka and El Samurai defeated Norio Honaga and Akira Nogami. While Pegasus, who I do believe that might have been Benoit, I'm not sure, defeated Two Cold Scorpio. Sabu defeated Koji Kanimoto to win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. Junji Harada defeated Hiro Saido. And see, the Steiner brothers de- defeated Scott Norton and Road Warrior Hawk. Terry Funk and Shiro Koshinaka defeated Masahiro Chono and Hiromichi Fuyuki. Rick Flair defeated Hiroshi Hase by submission. Antonio Noki and Koji Katao defeated Ruki Choshu and Tenru. Kensuke Sasaki defeated Hiroshi Tenzan. Keiji Muto, of course, the great Muda, defeated Shinya Hashimoto to win the IWGP heavyweight title. The win made Muda the first man to win New Japan's top prize under different personas. Muda had won the title as the great Muda in August of 1992. Uh, here's a very somber, uh, somber uh, piece of history here. 23 years ago today, we'll put it at 19... 19- 96, Carl Ray Stevens sadly died in his home of a heart attack in Fremont, California. He was only 60 years old. Born September 5, 1935 in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, Stevens wrestled from the age of 15. One of his mentors was Nature Boy Buddy Rogers, who called him one of the most graceful and talented wrestlers he's ever watched. Stevens' matches with Gorgeous George made him a main eventer before he was old enough to vote. His first major championship came in August 1959 when he won the NWA World Tag Team title as one half of the Shire brothers. Ray was Ray Shire, and his brother was Roy. The Shires once competed in a boxer versus wrestler bout with former world champion boxer Archie Moore. Stevens reverted to his real name when he began wrestling in San Francisco in March 1961 and most famously feuded with Pepper Gomez, a man who, who was said to have an iron stomach. The heated rivalry drew a record crowd at the time for any event at the Cow Palace the next year. The rivalry got a little too real in 1963 when Gomez accidentally knocked out Stevens with a ring bell. Though Ray was taken to a hospital unconscious, Stevens suffered no serious injuries. In fact, the biggest injury came to the wallet of Gomez, who was fined a hefty $5,000 for the incident, which would be about, and adjusted for inflation today, would be about $40,000. During his time in San Francisco, he became an impeccable bumper, inventing the turnbuckle flip in 1965, and was often praised for his ability to make his opponent look good in the ring. His vicious demeanor, both in, both in the ring, of course, his bombs away, top rope, knee drop to the throat was one of the most devastating maneuvers of the day, and on the microphone made Stevens the most hated and most beloved wrestler in the area. He would capture the San Francisco version of the NWA U.S. title nine times from 1960 to 1970, and the NWA World Tag Team title from 1965 with Pat Patterson as the Blonde Bombers. In July 1967, Stevens defeated Bruno San Martino two falls to one in a best of three falls match, but he did not win the WWF title as he had won the deciding fall by countout, and WWF rules stated titles could not change hands on the countout. In 1971, Stevens joined the AWA, and success found him there as well, winning the AWA World Tag Team titles four times, three with Nick Bockwinkle and one with his old partner Patterson, and three more NWA World Tag Titles. It was in, in the AWA where Ray went from Blonde Bomber to Crippler, 
when in 1972 he hit his knee drop while Dr. X was tangled between two leg ropes. In reality, it was a write-off to Dr. X, whose real name is Dick Fryer, who'd work in Japan as the Destroyer. Stevens' knee drop would be banned from the company after a falling out with manager Bobby Heenan. Bockwinkle and Stevens would have a bitter feud in 1977. Stevens would eventually land in the WWF under the management of Classy Fleddy Blassie, then later Captain Lou Albano, but 30-plus years on the road and a shift in philosophy among promoters made Ray obsolete and his tenure in the WWF a short one. His final days in the ring came from the AWA. Stevens was on commentary for the Nick Buckwinkle for hitting the AWA World Title match in May 1987. Zabisco's use of a row of coins led to Henning winning the title. After the championship was held up due to, due to a protest by Buckwinkle and Stevens, the original decision stood and Henning was allowed to keep the title. Stevens would feud with Zabisco before finally calling it a career in 1992. On May 3rd, 1996, Ray Stevens died of a heart attack while sleeping in his home. In Fremont, California, he was just 60 years old. At the time of his death, he was survived by five children. Posthumously, he was inducted into the inaugural class of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame and the Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame in 2006, where he was inducted for both his singles and tag team accomplishments. Uh, <clears throat> maybe someday uh, he'll be in the WWE Hall of Fame. I think he needs to be in there next year. We'll need to put, we need to put that word out. That yeah, because I mean, you think about it, he teamed up with Nick Bockwinkle, the AWA territory, and of course he was also managed by uh, Bobby Heenan and of course Freddie Blassie at one time. Well, and also and Hall of Famers, and also also Lou Albano as well was matched by him for a while. Lou Albano is a Hall of Famer as well. So why not put Ray Stevens in there along with put him in that elite class right there, folks, right there, indeed. Now, good point, J.D. Thank you very much. 21 years ago today, we put it at 1997 at a WWF house show in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, not too far from, the net, from, from of course, the home of our own King and W.O.G.R.T. Smith. Adam Copeland, of course, you know, remember him as Edge, uh, defeated Christian Cage. For Christian, whose real name was Jay Riso, this was his very first WWF match. For Copeland, he would continue to wrestle under his real name before making his television debut as Edge seven weeks later. Christian would debut at Breakdown in September. The two real-life besties would go on to become one of the most successful duos in WWE history, winning their tag titles seven times together. Another, once again, 21 years ago today, would put it at, uh, uh, let's see here, that would be 1998, excuse me. I think that was, let me let me go back and look at that. No, that, the last one was also uh, 1998. I'm sorry, not 97, it was 98 as well. But also on this day in 1998, <clears throat> ECW presented Wrestlepalooza 98 on enemy turf in the Cobb County Civic Center in Marietta, Georgia. The event was subtitled on enemy turf due to the event being in close proximity to Atlanta, Georgia, towards the home base of WCW. Prior to the beginning of the event, a legend ceremony was held honoring Dick Slater, Bob Armstrong, the assassin, and his final public appearance for his death just a month later, the Junkyard Dog. Backstage, New Jack got into a physical confrontation with the Junkyard Dog over money allegedly owed to him. Hmm. Huh. My goodness, okay. Here are the matches that took place at this event. The BWO, the Blue Meanie, and Supernova defeated the FBI, Little Guido and Tracy Smothers. Just Incredible defeated Mikey Whipwreck. Chris Candido and Lance Storm defeated the hardcore chair swinging freaks, Alls Mahoney and Axel Rotten, to retain the ECW World Tag Team titles. Bam Bam Bigelow defeated New Jack. 
Tommy Dreamer and the Sandman defeated Bubba Ray and Devon Dudley. RVD and Sabu fall to a 30-minute time limit draw in an ECW World TV title match. Shane Douglas defeated Al Snow to retain the ECW World Heavyweight title. It was the final pay-per-view appearance for Snow. He would return to the WWF that summer. And I think that the WWF was the only one that was probably offering him some head at the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. 16 years ago today, which would put it at 2003, Marissa Vazari, daughter of Hussein Kosovo Vazari, best known wrestling fans, of course, as the Iron Sheik, sadly was found dead by Clayton County Police in the apartment she shared with boyfriend Charles Reynolds. She was only 27 years old. According to the medical examiner, Vazari was strangled to death. Reynolds contacted his pastor after the strangulation, after, and after some convincing, turned himself in. Reynolds was arrested with three members of his church in his apartment at the time, including Reverend Mark Medlin. Reynolds, 38 at the time, but at the time of the murder, confessed to and was charged with the murder. Reynolds was ultimately convicted and received a life sentence. And we can tell 13. you very quickly before we go on, it is now official. The Carolina Hurricanes are in the Eastern Conference Final. They have swept the New York Islanders four straight. They win 5-2 to two and now await the winner of Columbus and Boston. That will be a good contest whoever Carolina faces. And they've been really, really playing well as of late. They've been cooking. Carolina sounds it sounds like to me Carolina is is hungry for another portion of the Stanley Cup. They are. I mean, they've been playing. I mean, they've just been playing like a bat out of hell the last, uh, like I said, six games. They've been they're cruising as of late. So I say, ladies and gentlemen, thirteen years after winning their first one. Will they be able to pick up that second one? Will 13 be the lucky number for the Hurricanes? We'll just want to watch out and see. So there you go. Thank you very much, dear JD. Uh, excuse me for just one second. <coughs> oh, sorry about that. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, talk about getting hit. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 13 years. <laughs> 13 years ago today, 2006, in Fukuoka, Fukuoka Japan, Koji Kanemoto defeated Tiger Mask win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. Ten years ago today, 2009, at Shimmer, Volume 26 in Berwyn, Illinois, the Canadian Ninjas, Nicole Matthews and Portia Perez, defeated Ashley Lane and Nevea to win the Shimmer Tag Team titles. The Ninjas would go on to hold the titles for a staggering 692 days before the Seven Star Sisters, Hiroyu Matsumoto and Masaki Ohata, defeated them in March of 2011. The 692-day reign stood as the company record for the tag titles until Kelly Slater and Tomoka Nakagawa, collectively known as the Global Green Gangsters, toppled the mark with a 727-day reign, ending in April 2015. That mark is the longest for any championship run in the history of Shimmer. I may do a group about Shimmer. I'm thinking about it. Hmm. Not a bad idea. Nine years ago today, 2010, on Impact of Universal Orlando, RVD defeated Desmond Wolf to retain the TNA World Heavyweight title. It would be the final TNA match on Monday nights as Spike TV decided the next day to abandon the Monday night experiment and move back to Thursday night after just two, after just two months. For the record, <clears throat> was it Raw again trounces Impact in the ratings 3.0 to 0.78. That is a big trance. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
eight years ago today, put it at 2011, a SmackDown taping in Orlando, Florida. Randy Orton defeated Christian to win the World Heavyweight title. The title changes came just two days after Christian won the title of Extreme Rules. With the loss, Christian becomes the first person in WWE history to hold the World Heavyweight title for more than one day without a successful title defense. Uh, let's see. Seven years ago today, put it at 2012, Japan Pro Wrestling presented Wrestling Dotaku 2012 from the Fukuoka Kokusai Center in Fukuoka, Japan. Yoshi Hashi, hmm, Jado, and Tomohiro Ishii defeated Strongman, Captain New Japan, and Tama Tonga. Takamishinoku and Tai Chi defeated Rizuki, Taguchi, and Kushida. Jushin Thunder Liger and Tiger Mask defeated Rocky Romero and Jado. Toru Yano, Gedo, I'm sorry, not Jado, G-E-D-O, Jado, okay. Yeah. Toru Yano and Takashi Azuka defeated Hiroshi Tenzan and Satoshi Kojima to win IWGP heavyweight tag team titles. Man, that is a mouthful. Minoru mm. Suzuki and Yoshihiro Takayama defeated Togi Makabe and Yuji Nagata. Shinsuke Nakamura defeated Carl Anderson. Hiroshi Tanahashi and Tetsuya Naido defeated Masato Tanaka and Yujiro Takahashi. And Kazuchika Okada defeated Hiroki Goto to retain the IWGP heavyweight title. Uh, let's see here. Four years ago today, we put it at 2015. New Japan Pro Wrestling presented Wrestling Dontaku 2015 from the same places before in Fuoka, Japan. Yushin Thunder Liger, Mascara Dorada, Tiger Mask and Yuji Nagata defeated Captain New Japan, Kushida, Manobu Nakanishi, and Razuki, Razuki Taguchi. Kota Abushi and Yohei Komatsu defeated Sho Tanaka and Tetsuya Naido. Hiroshi Tenzan, Satoshi Kojima, and Tomoaki Honda defeated the Bullet Club, who, who was represented by Bad Luck Fali, Cody Hall. Is Cody, is that Scott Hall's son, Cody? Yes, I believe that is his son. Yes, I believe so. That's Scott Hall's son, okay. And Tama Tonga. I didn't know, I forgot Cody Hall was in the Bullet Club at one point. I did not, I forgot he was in there. The Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson, defeated Rapungi Vice, who was Beretta and Rocky Romero, and Red Dragon, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly, in a three-team match to win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team titles. Kenny Omega defeated Alex Shelley to retain the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. The Kingdom, Maria Kanellis, Matt Taven, and Michael Bennett defeated Bullet Club, who was Amber and Doc Gallows, and also Carl, An Carl Anderson. Hmm. Hiroshi Tanahashi, Katsuyori Shibata, and Toki Makabe defeated Kazushi Sakuraba, Tomohiro Ishii and Toru Yano. Bullet Club, who was represented in this case by AJ Styles and Yujiro Takahashi, defeated Chaos, Kazuchika Okada and Yoshihashi. And Hiroki Goto defeated Shinsuke Nakamura to win the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. Today, and we have a birthday, a big time birthday, JD. I think we'll get I think you might remember this all too well. Today would have been, let's see here, let me look at this closely, yeah, would have been the 104th birthday of Stuart Edward Hart, or just for short, Stu Hart. 
born in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Canada. Stu lived in a tent with his family, living off the land in wild game. Stu took down with a slingshot. In 1928, Stu and most of his family was forced to move to Edmonton after his father was arrested on failing to pay back taxes. There he began competing in amateur wrestling, joining the Edmonton YMCA in 1949, trained by other boys to catch wrestling. In 1937, he would win a gold medal in the welterweight division for the AAU of Canada. In 1940, after two years of the Canadian Football League's Edmonton Eskimos, Hart won the Dominion Amateur Wrestling Championship in the light heavyweight class. Hart would enlist in the Canadian Navy and serve as their director of athletics. During his service, Stu was introduced to professional wrestling. After recovering from a car accident, Stu would entertain the troops with exhibition matches. Hart debuted under the, under the training of Toots Mont in 1946 and once wrestled a tiger and a grizzly bear. Wow. Two years later, Hart formed Stampede Wrestling. Three years later, he purchased a mansion in the Patterson Heights area of Calgary. The basement of that mansion would become the legendary training ground known simply as the Dungeon. There, Hart would train prospects in the shoot style with the idea that learning these submission moves would lead to a sharper in-ring style. Today, the Hart House is considered an historical site. A short list of those training the Dungeon include the following. Bret Hart, Owen Hart, Superstar Billy Graham, Greg Valentine, Davy Boy Smith, Brian Pillman, Jushin Lager, Chris Jericho, Chris Benoit, Lance Storm, Edge and Christian, Mark Henry. Natalia Neidhart and Tyson Kidd, believe it or not, of course, Tyson Kidd, as you know, as you've heard many times, was the last person to graduate from the dungeon. Stu, a longtime supporter and, and mentor of the first Calgary. female. That's right. Absolutely. Stu, a longtime supporter and mentor of the Calgary community, supported more than 30 charities and civic organizations, was married for 53 years to American-born Helen Smith. <clears throat> The couple would have 12 children, many of whom would have would have some involvement in the business. They also had 36 grandchildren and three great-grandchildren. Sadly, Helen died in November of 2001. Stu, suffering from diabetes and arthritis, was admitted to Rocky View General in Calgary on October 3, 2003, with an elbow infection and then developed pneumonia. Sadly, he had a stroke and he died 13 days later. In 2010-2011-2011-2011-2011-2011-2011-2011-2011-2011-2011-2011-2011-2011-2011-2011-2011-2011-2011-2011-2011-2011-2011-2011-2011-2011-2011-2011-2011-2011-2011-2011-2011-2
see. Uh, let's see. I would say I would say he, he was he was he was. He, I'll, I'll find he out. Was, Don't worry about it. Yeah. Okay. 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 Just yeah. Just find out. See what see what you see what you find out here. Um. Well, I'm, ho I'm hoping, like I said, to try to find out. Hold on here. Uh. Uh, he was eighty eight. Okay, eighty eight. Okay, all right. So that was so about six or sixteen. Yeah, okay. So. He probably would have been, so he probably would have been about maybe close to 89 then. From, uh, right, okay. So let me, let me uh, finish this right here. Uh, so I wasn't, I wasn't actually quite through with it because my, my smartphone froze up on me. In 2010, Stu was possibly inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. He was also a member of the inaugural Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame class in 1996. I do believe I'm not. If I read it correctly yesterday, I think his was the only birthday today in wrestling. So, uh, so happy, happy birthday up there in heaven. Of course, 104 years old to the one and only Stu Hart, and I'm sure Brett and them are having a party right now in honoring their in honoring their dad. So, absolutely, there you go. So uh, there you have it with your wrestling history and birthdays here for today. And JD, thank you very much, here, sir, for the wrestling news and views here for tonight. Uh, 1 605 Call ID 138055 pound. This is, <clears throat> of course, episode 664 of WWS Revolution for Friday, May 3rd, 2019. Mr. WWS, Chad Henshaw, and the Iceman, Jared Drama here with you here tonight. Uh, I do see now join us on our live video feed from FMWS Honored by Frontier, our good friend, of course, the general manager of Evan Wrestling Federation, and of course, the man that's hosting host his own little uh, wrestling podcast, uh, and also a WWS Hall of Famer. Of course, I'm referring to Captain Dave Spieler. Uh, JD, quick plug, sir. Yes, the Captain Corners podcast. Be sure to check that out all the time. And also check the Heaven Wrestling Federation from our own Captain Dave Spieler. Don't you dare miss it and tell him JD the Iceman sent you. Thank you very, thank you very, thank you very much, JD. <clears throat> um, also, ladies and gentlemen, a quick plug here as well. Be sure to check out, of course, for the avid eBay shopper uh, and you or your family. Be sure to check out, of course, our eBay store called, known as Perpetual Uniquity. Of course, internet retail for the eternally distinctive individual. We still have over 320 items, of course, on sale uh, for sale right now, <coughs> uh, which includes, of course, like I said, classic Hot Wheels cars, men's, women's, and children's clothing. Um, let me see. Let's see what else I said. Oh, yes. Um, rock and roll memorabilia from Kiss and other rock and roll uh, bands from back in the day. Uh, and, of course, uh, let me see here. Uh, video games, of course, from the PlayStation 3. PlayStation 4, PSP, and Xbox 360. And ladies and gentlemen, dare I say it? Yes, dare, dare. D 
DVDs, and I'm talking about um, DVDs, Blu-rays, and HD DVDs, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, of uh, of course, for your all your favorite genres out there: comedy, action, drama, animated, wrestling, horror, you name it, it's there, folks. So definitely check that out. And there may be some bonus ones there you probably uh, probably haven't heard of in a long time, and may never have, and may have not have heard of heard of before. So definitely definitely check that out there. Uh, of course, like I said, at Perpetual Uniquity, like I said, new stuff being added on each and every day. <clears throat> Remember, like I said, Perpetual Uniquity, it is internet retail for the eternally distinctive individual. Of course, you can go to ebay.com forward slash str forward slash Perpetual Uniquity. That is P-E-R-P-U-T-A-L-U-N-I-Q-U-I-T-Y. <clears throat> and also, there's a link on the WWS Revolution Radio Facebook page if you'd like to check it out through there. And remember, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, once again, Perpetual Uniquity, it is indeed internet retail for the internally distinctive individual. Uh, coming up tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget at 6 o'clock, uh, of course, WWS Power Hour, uh, 14364 pound. As we will, of course, be talking about the week that was here in the, in the WWS Radio Network. Plus, also here, folks, who are scheduled, we are, <clears throat> of course, we'll have tomorrow's wrestling history and birthdays, plus some wrestling uh, news tidbits, courtesy of our friends at Four Level Mania. Be sure to check us all out, of course, this, uh, tomorrow evening at six o'clock, right here on Talk Shoot for WWS Power Hour. And, ladies and gentlemen, we are scheduled, uh, unless anything changes, we are scheduled tomorrow night at nine o'clock to have, of course, our tri- trivia championship matchup. Pitting Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler versus the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Uh, of course, months ago, uh, Mr. Hulkamania made this challenge to any special challenge match to anyone for a match for his Indie U.S. World Heavyweight title. It was accepted by the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Uh, however, we have not had an opportunity to have that championship matchup yet. Uh, I also, of course, did bring it bring up to their attention the fact that they were co-holders of one of our singles belts the WWUS World TV Championship, and both agreed to put that belt up for grabs as well, with the winner, of course, picking up the Indie US World title since that was the belt that was originally challenged for, and whoever didn't win that belt would either hold, would, would hold on to the WWUS World TV title, making them the undisputed WWUS World Television Champion. There would finally be one title holder instead of two for that belt. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll keep you informed if anything does change with that match tomorrow night. It is scheduled to take place at 9 o'clock, 146-507-pound on WWUS Wrestling Championship Challenge. And like I said, between Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Sigler, and the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. <clears throat> Let's bring in this one more time, folks. 1605-562-0444, call ID 138055-POUND. This is WWUS Revolution, episode 664. Friday, May the 3rd, 2019. And like I said, on here with you here tonight so far is myself, Mr. WWS, Chad Henshaw, along with the Iceman, Jared DiGeronimo, here with you here tonight. As we, of course, uh, just continue to talk casual things going on right now in the in the world of wrestling. Uh, 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 let's see. J.D., while we, hopefully we'll have some more folks popping on here momentarily. But in the, but in the, in the, in the meantime here, uh, Gotta ask JD. Of course, you did did do your reviews, of course, of Raw SmackDown this past week, and did get some other news in and all that. Uh, uh, any particular part? Any particular um, 
aspects of this week in wrestling, did anything like that kind of uh, kind, kind, kind of stand out for you in, a, in your personal opinion? There wasn't that much to this week, however, if you could say. There wasn't really that much excitement this week. I mean, this week was a down week, however, in the world of wrestling. And, uh, by the way, if you get a chance to check Viceland's story of the Von Erics, definitely get a chance to watch that. But next week, they will talk about Gina Hernandez, the handsome half-breed. And then the following week, supposedly, supposedly, will be the story of the fabulous Mulo, while also they're talking about doing a second season of that show. Okay. Okay. Uh, but like I said, that wasn't really. But, but like I said, that really wasn't that much this week. I mean, it was a really, really down week, however, when it came to wrestling. And the question is, can they get it back? Or will they be able to somehow, let's just say, I wouldn't say restore order, but can they find a way to fix the damage, however, that they've already done? Let's just say, however, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. However, like I said, we'll have to wait and see what happens. But like I said. Only time will tell. We've heard reports, however, like I said, we'll have to wait and see. But like I said, uh, we know they're going to be in Cincinnati Monday night, Louisville Tuesday, and then they head to the UK in a couple weeks for the go-home show right before Money in the Bank, which, of course, is two weeks from Sunday. So we'll have to wait and see what happens. Based on everything that has happened thus far this week, of course, leading in towards Money in the Bank, of course, that's coming up in about a little more than two weeks. from what you have been able to see thus far and all that, does Money in the Bank stand a chance against the, the, the upcoming AEW pay-per-view? Well, three weeks from tomorrow, and I think everyone's getting itchy and excited, however, and hopefully uh, in a few weeks we'll have our predictions, however, for that. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping they show it on free TV, but if not, however, I think it's going to be pretty good. Let's hope. So, I, I would... Uh, I would definitely, I would definitely agree. I would definitely agree. Um, sorry about that. What's he saying now? No, no, no. I was just checking something. I'm sorry. About oh, that. Uh, okay. So, <clears throat> um, but uh, but do you think, like I said, with with matches that's been signed so far? I mean, with the announcements of what they've announced for the men's and women's. Mind the bank match, of course. You know you got, of course, Becky Lynch doing double duty. Of course, uh, one match against like Lacey Evans for the Raw Women's Title, one against Charlotte for the SmackDown Women's Title. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Elias, uh, uh, Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles for the Universal Belts. Um, Kofi Kingston versus Kevin Owens for the WWE Title. I mean, with any of these, with any of these matches. Uh, um, does any of this, in your opinion, all that with what they've been talking about, with of course the matches lined up for AEW, does WWE stand a chance of trying to keep the keep the the lid shut on this on on this on this on on on, on AEW at all? I think they're scared. I really do. I mean, a lot of people say may not think that, but I think they're kind of worried right now. Let's just say. I mean, think about it. May nineteenth to show. Six days later, you're going to be in Las Vegas, however, of course, with Jericho and Omega. you got the Young Bucks there, of course. you got the Rhodes Boys fighting, however. you got uh, Neville fighting, however. you got Pentagon Jr. and Ray Fenix fighting, however. I mean, I think right now, however, they hope to put on a good show. But uh, will they? We'll have to wait and see. 
It's going to be an interesting one to say. It's going to be an interesting one to say the least. Um, <clears throat> but uh, uh, like I said, with the array of matches and all that, I mean, I mean is AEW going to add any more? Do they have or do they have the cards set? Do they I have their cards set? I, well, I think right. I from what I read, however, I think they have everything set. I could be wrong. I'm going to take a look up right now. But I think they have everything set up, however, right now. However, like I said, I'm taking a look right now. Let's see here. Uh, hold on, I just had a second. Uh, like I said, uh, like I said, I mean, they do have, like I said, the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros, Pentagon Jr., Ray Fenix, Cody versus Dustin Rhodes, Dr. Brick Baker versus Nyla Rose versus Kylie Ray, Omega versus Jericho, Hangman Adam Page versus Pac, a.k.a. Neville, uh, the Stronghearts, Seema, T-Hawk, and L. Lindemann, however, T-Hawk, of course, better known to you all as Takotak, Ua on Odera, if you will, however, he's 29 years old, better known to you as Penguin, Tomahawk, or Tomahawk, TT, uh, 5'8 buck ninety. he's been in the business since March of 1990, of course, this guy's 29 years old from Hokkaido, Japan, of course, and L. Uh, Lindemann, however, who has been working now for the Oriental Wrestling Entertainment, or O, is from. Uh, he's five three, a buck fifty five. However, he's going to be teaming up with, uh, like I said. However, who, where is it? Sima, uh, uh, C I M A. However, who also is from uh, the Oriental Wrestling, or Nobu, O. Shima, O-S-H-I-M-A, take on SoCal on Center, which is the Fallen Daniel, Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels, uh, Kazarian and Scorpio Sky, how, of course, uh, like I said, Dr. Burt Baker versus Nyla Rose, who's supposed to be really good. Yeah, Nyla Rose versus Kylie Ray, uh, Sonny Kiss versus Kip Saban versus Brandon Cutler versus Ace Romero versus Glacier, formerly at WCW, which I don't know why at the age he's in, which is 54 years old, he's going to be the old bed, obviously, versus Brian Pillman's son, versus Sunny Days, versus MJF, versus Chuck Taylor, versus Trent Beretta, and Joey Janela in the over-the-budget battle. I mean, they got seven matches listed right now. Out of those seven, I think you're going to have three of the seven look good. I mean, Cody versus Dustin should be really, really good. Omega and Jericho should be really fantastic. That might be your main event, maybe unless they push Cody and Dustin as the main event, which would be a little surprising. And, of course, you've got Paige versus Pac. Although the tag match of the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers should be good, too. But, yeah, right now, AEW right now, like I said, Howard's got, I mean, two, has got that show booked up already, and it's already sold out. Plus, you got Fighter Fest coming up in late June. Oh, you got three matches listed there, Cody versus Darby Allen if you will, the Elite, versus Pac and the Lucha Brothers, however, uh, which is Phoenix, Ray, R-E-Y, Phoenix, F-E-N-I-X, and then, of course, Alex, Jeb, Alley, if you, yeah, J-E-B, J-E-B, uh, where is he, I just saw a second, yeah, uh, like I said, I guess he's organized, however, by the event, however, takes on Michael, Nakazawa, N-A-K-A-Z-A-W-A, in a hardcore match, Cody versus Darby, like I said, A-L-L-I-N, I mean, this is a guy who's, uh, like I said, five foot eight, a buck 80, 
born in Seattle, Washington, of course, married to Priscilla Kelly, who we know about her history. That was the girl with the tampon issue earlier this year, which is crazy. So it's, uh, I guess, uh, his uh, wife, I guess, her husband fighting, however, my, his, uh, Priscilla's wife in this uh, matter, however, possibly Priscilla's uh, husband in this, or maybe, I think, however, unless it's, it's her, her wife, I don't know. But I think it's his wife in this one, and of course the elite. But yeah, you got two big matches already listed. Then you got, of course, fight for the Fallen coming up in July, and already they got Brandy Bros versus Ali in that one, and Omega versus Seema. So you got three matches already booked. I mean, three shows booked up already. One of them at uh, in Jacksonville at TI Bank Stadium, of course. The other one, of course, in Daytona Beach at the Ocean Center, which has already been titled the most luxurious gaming and wrestling festival of all time, simply known as the Runback. And then, of course, they're going to have it at Daly's Place, however, in uh, the amphitheater in Jacksonville. So you got three shows already booked up already ahead of time. So AEW is definitely going all in on this stuff. Oh, I agree. I agree 110%. So, I mean, they're not, like you said, they're not wasting. They're, they're trying to make a statement in this, in my personal opinion. And I think, like I said, I mean, ultimately, of course, the one they want to try to make the statement at I mean, I'm sure, probably, I'm sure Ring of Honor, Impact, and all that, I'm sure they have a lot of But the ones that I think that really are, they're really trying to make a statement to, obviously, is WWE. And that's why I say, you know, with the matches that they had for Money in the Bank on May 19th, I mean, is this going to be any and all competition against you with what AEW has for their pay-per-view? All we got to say is, like I said, there's like six days between between each other. We'll just we'll, simply just we'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens with this, and then I then I think right afterwards. I mean, ultimately, what I think we're going to have to do is I may even do one probably here tonight. Of course, about which pay per view are you looking forward to seeing this month? Are you looking forward to seeing Money in the Bank on May nineteenth? Are you looking forward to seeing AEW's Double or Nothing? And I'm it's going to be kind of hard to say. Um, it's definitely it's definitely going to be kind of hard to say about which one everybody's going to be looking forward to seeing. But, you know, I mean, with I mean, a lot of people are just starting to get more intrigued with AEW. And that's the interesting thing. Nothing has happened in AEW in terms of action that we can talk about. Other than, of course, who they've been signing and everything like that, you see. However, for some reason, no pun intended, it's made more of an impact than WWE has here even before and after wrestling. So, and nothing has even happened with AEW yet. That, that's what, that is, that's the one thing that gets to me. So, we're going to have to wait and see what all happens with that. See if, I mean, will, will this be worth the wait? A lot of people say yes. And a lot of people are still going to be kind of in between. I mean, there's hardly anybody that's saying no because they want to see what it's all about. I mean, I personally do. JD, I know you do. Everybody wants to see uh-huh. what, uh, we're going to have to wait and see what happens with it. So, in the meantime here, folks, I do believe I do see someone else coming in on the line here. Let me double check here. Uh, yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, if I, if I am looking at this correctly, I think it's one other person that has, I think, a 412 area code. And I think J.D. might have an idea as to who this might be. Uh, <clears throat> before I bring him on, let me just go ahead and do the introduction now. Because, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, if you know who I'm talking about here, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of times when he talks, there's always a big noise behind him. 
So, uh, oh, wait a minute. We might have two people. Ooh, two for the price of one, as they say. But let me go and do an intro for both of them here. Uh, first off, uh, if, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm reading this correctly, he is a 2017 WWS Hall of Famer, also a contributor to WWS uh, Raw Radio. He's also known as, of course, uh, the Heartbreak Kid in our radio network circles. <clears throat> and also, of course, if you think of his, if you, if you think of his, uh, and I'll read that. And of course, the other gentleman that I'm referring to, I do believe, if I'm not too much mistaken, has a certain area code that might be out west somewhere. I think we might have an idea as to who that is as well. And of course, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, he is, I do believe, one third of the AAA US World Trios champions alongside MLD and Ann. And I do also think that he is, let me see here, I'm looking back at my notes here. I think that he is also, I think, also one half of the uh, correct me if I'm wrong here. I think I think he uh, I think you actually brought him in, JD, as now one half of the OWN US World Tag Team Champions alongside you. And and I do believe I think he's now also holding a a um, um, singles belt, and I think that is the WWF US uh, Iron Man Heavy Metal Weight Championship. If I'm not too much mistaken. Mm-hmm. Right. So ladies, ladies, gentlemen, let us bring let us bring him in right now. I'll just go ahead and I'll just go ahead and introduce him here. Uh, <clears throat> It is indeed, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only heartbreak kid known as Fonzie, and I'll give him his intro here in just a minute. And the other gentleman, of course, the man I'm referring to that won all several, won several those those three championships I just mentioned. Of course, our newest sensation here in the radio network, Danny from Oak Park. Let's bring him in right now. And here's the man here who's who's, who's uh, central character in Happy Days does something just like this. Good evening. And yes, and also, ladies and gentlemen, I'd also have Danny from Oak Park. Uh, Fonzie and Danny, welcome, gentlemen, to episode 664 of Revolution here tonight. Good evening. How you you guys doing tonight? Good. Well, uh, Fonzie, are you with us there, sir? And I have him on here, but for some reason he's not answering. I'm not sure what's going on. Mm. We'll come back to Fonzie. Just we'll come out to Fonzie in just a second. I'm uh, here. And there he is. Okay. That's it. Fonzie, good to have you on here as well, sir. Okay, gentlemen. <clears throat> of course, like I said, right now it's a ten o'clock hour here, Eastern Time here. <clears throat> on episode six. Hi, JD. Hey. Okay. Um, <clears throat> JD and I are going to sit proudly back. I think JDS sounds fair. Okay. Yes. And and we're going to turn it loose here on with Fonzie and Danny. I we both JD and I are very very interested as to what. They have thought about everything that has gone on in the world of wrestling for the for this past week. So, Fonzie and, and Danny, I leave it up to you two gentlemen. 
go on right ahead and let us know what you think and what has happened uh, during this week, in your opinion, please. Bonvi, um, you have seniority here. Um, the floor is yours, good brother. Oh, uh, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead, buddy. Okay, you want, you want me? Okay, because um, as I take this microphone and ascend to the stage, to the Titantron, I have a lot uh, to get off my chest <laughs> about this current product of WWE right now. It is just absolutely pathetic. It has enraged me to no end. Um, to the fact that the other day I was uh, I I was kind of shaking, like like I hadn't eaten all day. Just the fact that what they put on this past week was just nothing short of just the most absolute, horrid, repulsive, just downright god-awful, I can't even call it wrestling. This isn't wrestling. Um, let's start with um, the shaved back in the room with uh, the Revival turning down a, a five-year, $500,000 each a year contract. And as punishment, the Usos, who are just, I, I've met them. They are great guys. Man, we've talked, we've talked tattoos and everything um, for a second. And to see the Usos having to do what they did and and then just to have the revival be in that spot was just the most absolute cringest, just awful thing. Just the burial continues. Um, I feel sorry for the revival because Vince McMahon wants everybody on lockdown. He wants to keep everybody off the streets so they don't go to AEW. Um, and then the the thing that really, really, really pissed me off this weekend, this week, was on SmackDown. Not only having to recap every little thing that Kofi's done to this point, which was for the casuals. Who cares? The the ones that are watching, we know the story. And then Kevin Owens comes out, you know, and he's awesome. He's doing his thing. He wants that title. And then the thing that shook me to my core, to, to it, I, I had an atomic bomb going off in my head, was the fact that Xavier Woods came out to attack Kevin Owens when he should have been not on the show, selling that power bomb to the apron a week ago. He no-sold. He broke the most cardinal rule in this industry. He no-sold that. He made Kevin Owens look weak. <clears throat> he embarrassed him. He flat out, he flat out made that move look so weak. It, it, it's ridiculous. It's like it's an opening move now. It's something you do after the, the collar and elbow tie-up. He's done. Kevin Owens, he's got nothing to 
unless he's got a, a secret arsenal in his, it, you know, in his, I don't know what, what Kevin Owens can do now. I mean, yes, he super kicked him, and then Kofi Kingston wants to try to put him on blast on, on Twitter, talking about run Owens, hashtag run Owens run. He, he got away. He, he had to do what he had to do. And I sent him a tweet, uh, uh, Kofi Kingston, I was like, Xavier Woods should be ashamed of himself. He should be ashamed of himself for breaking that rule. That, in back in the territory days, the boys would have broke his legs. And that's just a fact of life. And I, I unsubscribed on YouTube from up, up, down, down. I unsubscribe to that bullshit because I will not stand by and support people that break rules and no self because this that's the glue. That's the glue that holds this entire thing together. Um, I had a podcast about five years ago and I interviewed one of the great pro wrestlers here who's still going to this day, man, very good talent, very good heel. His name is Joe DeSoul. And I asked him, point blank, how important is the art of the self? And he looked at me and was like, it's everything. It's, it's, it's everything that we got. It's everything that, that brings you to the building. And Xavier Woods broke that. And I will no longer be supporting the New Day. Um, I've been so enraged with WWE because they're going to Saudi Arabia despite the fact not only of what happened last year with that journalist, but Saudi Arabia went on a killing spree over this past weekend. Talking about people as young as 17 years old for the most minor infractions. And they're still going there. I unfollowed on Twitter WWE I unfollowed them, and every time I put, I see somebody retweeting them or whatever. When I see them on my timeline, I, I'm I, I keep saying, I hope this man chokes on his blood money because I've had enough. The product is suffering. I don't care how much money they're making, their product sucks. Their product is garbage, and AEW cannot get here fast enough. In a matter of three weeks, the entire playing field is going to change. Cody has been on the most epic promos of his life. He called Triple H a piss-damp bodybuilder. Shots fired. Good. Good. Let them know that you're, you're... a fat-ass force, and you're going to be here to stay because enough is enough. They, they won't go to Saudi Arabia. They won't start their shows with 20-minute promos that go nowhere. They're not going to give you rinse and repeat every week. And then the thing that made me turn off SmackDown, Roman Reigns versus the B team. I'm done. I've had enough. This cannot go on too long. And until morale and things improve, the WWE beating will continue. 
and I will continue to bash them until they get better. The only thing that's keeping me with WWE and the network is NXT, which I still have yet to watch. But I, I know that there's hope that there's NXT. So we got re- at least we got rest, some sort of wrestling under a WWE umbrella. But other than that, it's it's just the most horrid thing I've ever seen in my life. And outside of maybe a couple story, you know, and, and promos like like the Bray Wyatt Funhouse, um, there's avenues where I can keep up with that. But other than that. I've had enough, and it it's only going to continue to get worse. But then, but we we got hope. So I hope that AEW is what they 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 said they're going to be, and I I can't wait for it to get here. So I don't know what I'm going to do this past, this next week these next few weeks because. It just feels like you you miss one show, you don't miss anything. So I don't know. Um, it's I, I guess I can keep up on review shows and and stuff like that because I you're not going to miss nothing. Yeah. And I don't know what to do because I want my wrestling back. So. That's my piece right there. That's that, that's my that's my opening argument. Um, brother Fonzie, um, it's all you, brother. Go for it. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> Did he say the greatest thing ever? Ah. Uh, I don't know about the Xavier Woods thing, what he did wrong. I think KO stabbed everyone in the back of it and uh, New Day. But I got just got to agree with Danny here. But a uh, little bit upset about the, you know, the New Day shit with KO that I thought that this was going to be a greatest. And he turned it back on him for no reason. But uh, oh well, what it, it is, what it is. But you know, I I still love wrestling. When I was a little kid, and I still do. But they keep putting fucking Alexa Bliss, that little bitch whore, whatever she is, you know, in a wrestling match. Yeah, does she deserve it? Yes, but you know. It's a good in the point no. times like No, listen. Listen. Yes. Okay? It gets to the point sometimes that let's give somebody else the chance. Seriously. Seriously. You know? Whereas you know, I know like everybody else thinks, uh, oh, why Charlotte Flair gets it? Because she she wins it. But I'm tired of seeing every yeah, uh, how am I going to say it? It's just like seeing, uh, what the fuck? Uh, it's been a long time ago. We've been seeing the same shit, same shit, and they keep 
pushing everybody back, pushing everybody back. Even Kurt Angle says all the time, when I see him sometimes, he's like, I, I hate WWE, how it's going, but, you know, like, you know, they push good people back and put the same old, same old, the same old. No wonder freaking Farouk, uh, what's his face, um, Simmons. Yeah, uh, they Ron keep pushing Simmons. back. Ron no wonder. Yeah, Ron Simmons. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, they keep pushing mm-hmm. back. That's why he's not wrestling no more because they keep the best people behind. And even JBL, he used to be wrestling. You see him every time fighting, fighting. But you put Brock Lesnar, okay, champion. Yeah, what he has done. You know, like you, you, you are the WWE champion. You're supposed to fight every fucking week, no matter if it's you know in your high show or live shows not televised or Raw or SmackDown. You fight no matter what it is. But they keep, you know, oh. Yeah, he, he has to hold a title. He's a champion. Bah, bah, bah. He don't need a fight. Bah, bah, bah. Yes, he does. If you're, not, if you're a champion, you're supposed to fight every day. It don't matter if you fight um, Luka Dragons or or uh, um, Michael Cole wants to get up and fight. He wants to fight the champion. He'll fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why JBL retired. That's why Booker T retired. That's why uh, Ron Simmons retired. And even Kurt Angle retired. Or John Cena's retired. Or Steve Austin. Because they keep pushing the champion back and back and they never get a chance to fight. And they keep fighting. That's why you see... Seth Rollins, I'm a fucking true f- champion. I don't care who comes in front of me. I'm going to fight. That's what I'm here for. That's why I've been looking for a fight. I'm a true champion. I'm going to come no matter who's in front of me because that's the true champion is. No wonder these people, other ex-champions retire because they keep Changing, keep changing, keep changing, and like they, Brock Lesnar. Thank God he's retiring because he's not a true champion. You know, it's just like you know Trish Stratus. She had to retire because they never put her in in the main event with the title. Fight somebody else because they keep changing. They keep like. Oh, uh, go like you know, keep going and say like just now, okay? Samoan Joe, what did he done? He made him a fucking United States champion. He's never fought once, except for WrestleMania main event with six one nine Rey Mysterio. Plus, he was injured, and he came out and fight with the injury. And he couldn't help it because nobody else wants to step up as Simone Joe. Well, why you made him a champion? I don't understand that. That's why 
other wrestlers retire because of this shit. You know, um, no wonder Ric Flair was a 16-time fucking champion because he kept he kept losing. Get in the back. Losing. Get in the back. 16 fucking times. Just like John Cena. 16 fucking times. Then you got to lose it because he's not, you know, he's over age or he's like over the hill like. He's not good anymore. So let's get the young people a chance to fight. They're not a fucking champion. They're a piece of garbage. What's Simone Joe is? He's a piece of garbage. Holding that title, he hasn't fought since WrestleMania. Are you telling me that's a true champion? True champion fights every fucking week. That's why you're going to see Seth Rollins every week with that true champion. And he's going to fight no matter who comes in front of him. Just like, the, uh, just like Becky Lynch, uh, JD's girlfriend. Yes, she's going to fight twice. I hope she wins twice, but... I doubt it though. They're gonna, she's going to lose a SmackDown title to Charlotte Flair because they want Charlotte Flair, not Becky Lynch. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. You know, I hope not, but that's what's going to happen. And you're going to see that people are going to go to different, you know, league because they're not how to keep the true champion for the longest time. That's why Ric Flair retired. That's why John Cena's going to retire. You haven't seen him since, what, Golf Pit or what, Royal Rumble, maybe? Or the last WrestleMania? Maybe a year? Maybe? Who knows? You know? But that's why you don't see Nikki Bella or Brie Bellas, because they want to get the champion, then they're going to lose it and give it to somebody else, because that's how it is. That's not a true champion. Sorry. Sorry. You you want to keep a true champion, he has to come out and fight every fucking week. It don't matter if he fights a fucking uh, British bulldog, a dog, or a cat, or a horse, or a pig, whatever. He's going to fight. They're going to fight, no matter what's in front of him. But I, I got to give Dan the credit. Where's he going? I hope I hope the other league don't take over the WWE because just like WWE took over WCW, you know, that's why I miss a WCW because you see Thursday Night uh, Thunder, then you see SmackDown uh, Fridays because of tape because everybody's watching WCW uh, Thunder on Thursday nights, you know, and they only have one thing, but everybody's going to watch this new era's coming. Nobody's going to watch the WWE, which is wrong too, but another way, they got more wrestlers than WWE right now. The whole uh, ex-WWE wrestlers. And they're trying to get Seth Rollins, but I doubt it. If they do happen, WWE is going to go down the hill after that. You're luckily you see Roman Reigns, luckily, after he fought this 11-year, first year, uh, the cancer, and he had to fight another cancer again. It made a T-shirt that says, 
with Roman Reigns, and he's like, fuck cancer. And I saw that teacher. It's hilarious. And it's the truth. <laughs> you know? But, like you, like you said, Dan, you know, yes, WWE is going down the hill. But another way, you don't want that to go down the hill because, like you said, mm. the other show's coming. Nobody, they can't wait for the other show. And what's going to, people with the W, you know, like me, I'm a WWE fan. What else is going to be on TV? You know, we got baseball until fucking September. You know, until next hockey season. Or, yeah, until mm-hmm. football season starts. I, I, I don't want to see WWE losing. Because the last time I saw somebody lost, it was a WCW. And they were not competing, but, you know, Thursday nights they had a good wrestling match. And WWE didn't have a good wrestling match. Or WWE had best wrestlers, and WCW didn't have a best wrestlers. You know, like, you go back and forth. But none of this keep once freaking league. And, and next league's coming in, and everybody's going to watch that league. What happens with WWE? Everybody's going to go down the hill, and it's going to go bankrupt, just like WCW did, just like um, AWA years ago, you know, with uh, Larry Sabisco and his buddy. You remember that, JD? That league uh, that before the WWE came, that AWA, whatever it was? And WWE took yeah, over because, yeah, something like that, yeah. But, um, so that's one, no, that's where that, uh, uh, what's the face? Road Raiders, um, the Legion Doom, Hawking Animal. That, that wrestling, that, yeah, the Road Warriors, but the Road Warriors was at that AWA where Larry Sabisco was. And JD knows what I'm talking about. It was a video set eight years ago, and it, you buy a box, it was yellow, it says wrestling on it. And I think it was NWA, whatever. And that was the greatest because they had Larry Sabisco, then they had the Road Raiders, was on that complete show. You know, then they moved to the WWE, and that show went off. Then they had ECW with Paul Heyman was in charge. With uh, Enter Sandman, you know, and that. That was the greatest. Because you had WWE, WWF back in the day. Then you had ECW. Oh, I can't wait to see ECW. Oh, no, I can't wait for WWF, you know, looking forward. Now... Nobody gives a fuck about now this wrestling entertainment, which they took the F out, okay? Well, nobody gives a fuck. Now they're worrying about this new thing. Then what's, gonna, what's the people going to say about the Royal Wrestling Federation? And we're entertainment, whatever now. Fuck, you know? And what's going to happen with that? You know what I'm saying? So, I like to see both shows, or, you know, not competing, but where else, like I said, you're, you're seeing baseball until fucking September. 
here until yeah September before uh, the college starts. Then you get the pros. Then what? You know what I'm saying? After the football, then what? Then you got baseball again. Then you got basketball, you know, March Madness. That's it. Everybody's looking for March Madness now. Nobody cares about regular season in NCAA. They worry about the March Madness because that's where to make some money at. You know, and, but then after that, then you got the baseball until September again. So you're reversing. Then you got the hockey playoffs in between, you know, the baseball. But after June, it slides down. Slides down until late July, until, you know, training camp of football. And nobody's going to worry about fucking baseball or wrestling. They're going to worry about uh, um, NFL or college. Then they worry about the hockey because the hockey comes right between that. So, you know, why is everybody wants you know get rid of the the World Wrestling Federation because this other league you then you know the WWE the WWF will go bankrupt and it's going to be one show. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather see two shows, not competing, but I like to see two shows because everybody wants to get interested. Nobody wants to see American Idol, American Voice, people singing and they, fight, and they act like a retard in front of uh, the millions and millions of people on TV, making like a goof out of themselves. And they lose and they cry like a little girls because, oh, uh, I was the best and nobody voted me and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You stink, that's why. So why do people want to see that shit? I don't. I never watch American Idol. I never watch American Voice. I likely I see freaking Law and Order, SUVU, you know, right before WrestleMania. Or res- actually, Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. I was like, oh, looking forward to it. Before Wrestle, um, Monday Night Raw, now you have uh, Modern Family, which is a retarded freaking show you ever want to see on United States of America. But yeah. I'm in love. I'm okay. in love with. Sorry to interrupt, but I'm in love with Ariel Winter. She is hot. Go on. Oh I yeah, 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 there. that too. But you got these other two goofs. One, uh, one who, one with an American uh, uh, Al with American with American with children. Oh yeah, Al. Bundy. He's on that fucking. Yeah. He's a fucking goof. He's a fucking goof. You know. That hot yeah. chick, I love her. Let's just keep her on and shit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see these other goose. You know, that's why people. That's why people change. That's why people go to Game Network because they want to see Steve Harvey tell all these jokes and make everybody fucking laugh. That's what I want to see. Fuck, I don't want to see these other goose. Uh, like this uh, Drew Carey does a fucking Price or Right. You know, I miss the other guy that did the freaking Price or Right. He was the greatest. Yeah, he was the greatest. Now, Drew Carey, he's a fucking goo. He like, shut the fuck up. He's ruining price of writing shit. Uh, luckily, we got, well, luckily, we got a will of fortune. You see Vanna White. Love Vanna White. How about her? Oh, Vanna White, luckily, he's still, he's he still, still got it. it right up the, oh, yeah, of course. She's the hottest. 
fuck. He got he got Pat White. Uh, old guy said, yeah. Ah, with a nice hard blonde. I'm like, where's where she, where she season this goof? Yeah, you know why? He got the money, that's why. Fine. He ain't gonna go on, he's not gonna go with JD, me, or Chad, or anyone else. He's gonna, she's gonna go with a million dollar guy. You know, looks like a goof. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I agree with you, Danny. But, uh, I just wanna see two shows. Not competing. Just like I like to see two shows, yeah. just like I said, because like yeah. until until fucking baseball is over, man, nobody's gonna watch baseball. Everybody's gonna get ready for well, training camp. The Steelers, you know, the well, tra- uh, well, NFL training uh, camp. I, Go ahead. I'm a baseball fan. I I love baseball season. I, I love like baseball, the, but it gets boring when, when you have a team. When you have a team to like the Pirates, oh yeah, we have them for no we fucking scrubs. Uh, yeah, fuck, no name. We players. haven't even gotten to the dog days yet, you know. Right. So, exactly. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, I, I'm a Giants fan. Um, and oh, I yeah, know that my Giants are, gonna, are already stinking up the joint. <laughs> They, I knew right. that because this team is old, you know. But I still hang right. on. Right? No, it's not I, even I, old. It's not even old. Just yeah. like the Penguins, we lose to the no-name fucking goaltender, yeah. and look what happened tonight. Look at what happened tonight. The Islanders win. I, I didn't see four zero. Okay, oh. with the no-name oh, wow. goaltender, they went four zero. No-name goaltender. I I'm so pissed about that, but in another way. We, the whole entire season, we lose to the no-name goaltenders. Leonard. Who's fucking Leonard? He got out and put Grayson. He still, they both stink. At least Grace was better. I knew Grace because he, he was with the Penguins behind Flurry. And he came in huh. after they gave up the three goals for the Carolina, against Carolina. Carolina fucking went to Brooms and swept their asses with it and, Bye bye. Go back to Brooklyn, cuz. Go back to Brooklyn, and I'm we're me and JD are fucking pissed. How we lose to this fucking team? No name goaltender. That's what yeah. it is. No you name goaltender. It happens all season. Happens all the season with us. Even wow. with the football you figure with them too. Go ahead. I'm sorry, man. You figure you. You figure with uh, all the money I'm that the Penguins do make, they could get a quality uh, top flight uh, goalie. <laughs> but what right. are they doing? You know? Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. And it, you know what? You know what makes me laugh what? right now? Barry Trotz said, "Whoa!" After the, the down two games, he's like, "Oh, we're gonna come back and even the series out." Meanwhile, you just got swept. You just got swept. Goodbye. Go back to the wash. Go back to the Brooklyn where you came from, or Washington, mm. where you're Veskin, okay? You got uh, Matt Barzell. He fucking stinks. Everybody blows this guy, and he's a fucking terrible player. You know, it, it, they got scrubs, no names, you know, and we lose to these. And I, I still think about, like, how we lost to this fucking team. Seriously, with no name goaltender. There you go. No name goes in. It happens the whole entire season. Hey, I, the Penguins. I, I'm Vegas, just wondering. Las Vegas. Yeah. Even Vegas, they lost to the no name goaltender. And now what? They're home. 
uh, Calgary's home. Yeah. They had the best fucking goaltender, and they lost to the, another no-name goaltender. Right? Uh, From Colorado Avalanche. Who's that goal fucking tender? I've never heard of him in my life. But it is pick him up the John Eagle uh, after he breaking groceries. Oh, you want to play goaltender? You know, get him off the streets. I don't like that shit. But, hey, <laughs> luckily Washington is not in this still. Thank God. All right? <laughs> now, we hope, we hope that... Who plays uh, Boston? Um, oh, Columbus. I hope fucking Columbus come back and beats Boston because if Columbus don't come back, you know what it happens? I just told JD this like a couple weeks ago or a couple days ago that you're going to see Boston be your city champions because they won the World Series a year ago. A year ago, uh, you saw New England Patriots won, and you, now you're mm-hmm. going to see the Bruins win because everybody wants the Bruins. They don't want the Pittsburgh team. That's why we lost the whole entire season. We should have been the number one seed or at least get a home through the well, first round, which we never did. We had to go to Long Island. Nazal Coliseum, which is the greatest hockey adventure besides the igloo, you know, but with the no-name players, we lost with the no-name goaltender. So there you figure, you know, but um, I hope Boston don't win. They do. What's, who's going to win the Stanley Cup besides, besides the you know, John Tortorella. At least I want to see him than the fucking Boston Bruins. Everybody blows New England. You know, they think that their shit don't stink. You know, oh, Tom Brady. Yeah, he's good. He's all right. You know, then you got Mookie Betts. Who's fucking Mookie Betts? Where they got him at? The grocery store. Mookie Betts. Yeah, they won a the World Series. They beat fucking hey. who they beat. You know, hey, but um, hey, man. I just hate to see it. I just hate to see Boston winning. That's all. Uh, you know, hey, but, Fonzie. Yeah. Hey, hey, Fonzie, did you? I, I, I um, I don't know if you know this, but I work at Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay, so I yeah. I'm seeing all the uh, sports on the TV and keeping up with the news and everything. Um, right. So I uh, clock out and I go to you know finally get my lunch before I go home, and I see on mm-hmm. the screen uh, Rachel Nichols talking about. Uh, Ky- Kyrie Irving saying, I'm a genius in this league or whatever. And immediately I thought, Wiley Coyote's super genius. You know, setting up those carrots. Well, what team is he played for? Yeah, but what team is he played for, Dan? The Boston Celtics. Oh, yeah. yeah. See? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's uh, there you go. Here, another thing, too. You got Boston Falcons in the playoffs. Where's fucking Cleveland Cavaliers? You know what I'm saying? They don't want to see Cleveland Cavaliers because they got rid of LeBron James, but they still have players. Or what happened to Chicago Bulls? They still have players. No, they don't want to see the Bulls. They don't want to see Cavaliers. Yeah. They want to see Boston Bruins. They want to see Boston Celtics. They want to see the uh, the Patriots. They want to see the Red Sox. Now, you know, they're going to be all city fucking champions. 
That's facts. Nobody wants to see that shit. Everybody wants to see different so, teams win. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to see the same fucking team all the time. Yeah, okay, we won exactly. twice. Uh, you know how hard that is? Win two Stanley Cups hey, back to back? What's up? Hey, Fonzie. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Danny. I, yeah, I, I live out here on the West Coast. I'm a Kings fan. I'm a soccer Kings fan. Do yeah, that's what I'm Fonzie saying. Yeah. State Warriors winning every year. Right. 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 I know. I know. But, like, yeah, well, what the Kings have, they don't have anyone yet. But they're still young. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. A, you know what my a, team's a veteran. You know what team. my team lacks, though, bro. I'm sorry to interrupt you, bro, but um, no, you no, know no, what no, my ahead, team no. lacks. What's they that? Lack <laughs> every they, no matter what iteration of the since uh, the O one O two and that era of the right. Team, you know what this team's yeah. lacking? Killer instinct. They do not know how to yeah. keep and hold a lead consistently. How to, you know, you know. kill put your foot on their throat and mm-hmm. stop. Right. And they cannot do that. And they're afraid to open oh, the checkbook for, uh, because we got right. money. And they're afraid to oh, uh, yeah. open up the checkbook for. Exactly. Like, exactly. They make an offer. You know? They don't well, do no, they don't even make an offer. Have one veteran. Have one veteran take mm-hmm. over. And the veteran. I thought Ruby Gay was going to be that young. guy. Exactly. Yeah. They got rid of and him because they can't pay him more. They want to pay the no, young player. No, he was asking too much. He was asking too and, much. Yeah, he no, was and, greedy too. And, that, he wasn't worth it. See, some players and, are and greedy. He wasn't worth it. Some players are greedy. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, like he our running back, he, he was fucking greedy. Things. And look where he is now. Yeah. He's in the fucking Jets, and the Steelers got rid of him because he acted like a fucking retard. Okay, yep. that's how we lost against the freaking L.A. Chargers, Phillip Rivers, okay, and 60,000, 70,000 fans saw that one player offside, and, the, and they went back and said, oh, the official didn't see that. Get the fuck mm-hmm. out of here. How you don't see that? It happened right in front of you. 70,000 fucking fans saw that. You didn't see that. Oh, fuck out. You know, sometimes you figure... Danny, I know you're living the West Coast, but you figure sometimes, mm-hmm. you figure, these games are fucking fixed sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you can't tackle a fucking quarterback no more. You can't touch the wide receivers anymore. Like, you can't play defense. No wonder no. these, you know, you see these high scores every fucking week. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. and you know what? They don't have no. Oh, go ahead. Then you can't protect them. You can protect your own guy from not. You know, uh, he's catching it and he's looking. He's little grab on his shorts. That's uh, a fifteen-yard pass in affairs. Get the fuck out of here, bro! You know, back in the day, and me, I think Chad will agree with me. Back in the day, you used to hit the fucking quarterback until he fucking uh, break his leg right on the field. It, these yeah. old players used to, back in the day, you used to fucking crush the quarterback. You you want to be a quarterback, take a, like a fucking hit like a man, not like a fucking exactly. pussy. Okay, it's, it's, you it's put the like, skirts on these players. Yeah, yeah it's just like... It's just like Mr. Man in color. And, and, oh, you can't right. go out there and bleed. If you bleed, 
oh, I'm going to find really? the hell out of you. And, and people, you know, right. yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Tales of these no, even a for, for just, you know, yeah, accidentally. For stupid shit. No, even nothing. Garbage. Uh, like in a yeah. hockey game, okay? Like now these hockey players, okay? All right, all right. Now they're trying to take the head out of legal, okay? Hey, i got to walk Which away for a fine. couple minutes. I'll be right back. Yeah. Which is fine. They take the head legal away, which is fine. Okay. That's good. They take in this legal hits to the head, you know, away. That's great because of a lot of concussions. Now, you get this fucking goofball, you know, checking one of your best players in the fucking boards. Uh, we'll say, we'll say, um, Chris Letang, okay? For example, at Philadelphia, the game. You probably will agree with this too, JD. You probably saw this, which I did too. A legal fucking check it to the head by gossip spare. What'd he do? What'd they do? Zero. No penalty. And meanwhile, and meanwhile, two of our players got fucking injured and got knocked out of the game. And this two pieces of shit, these two pieces of garbage is still playing. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it gets out of my skin and because, oh, yeah, we, we, they should, you know, let him play. No, when you get hit to the fucking head, then you call these garbage penalties. Meanwhile, they're in a fucking penalty, and you give them two minutes, and the other guy knocks you fucking other okay, guy I'm back. out. And, and yeah, you probably will agree with me, too. How about this fucking cheap shot to the head? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, for example, I was telling, you know, not telling JD, but JD knows what I'm talking about when we play the Philadelphia Flyers at the outdoor game. And not in the tank, Brian Dumoulin got hit in the fucking head, uh, the shoulder to the head, and he was knocked out. And Gossip Spare took, the, took a chief shot on Chris Latang. He was protecting his. Uh, Hockey player because he got checking at the fucking boards. And it, meanwhile, Dawson Spare and the other guy didn't get no fucking penalty. And our two guys got injured in that and missed at least seven games each. Latang and Dumoulin. And you're telling me that's you're, you're protecting the players? They're taking a fucking chief shot to the head and you're not calling nothing? And you call these little garbage penalties, or not even a penalty, just like a little touch on the on the leg, on the mm-hmm. ass with the stick. Oh, two minutes yep. of high sticking, and meanwhile, it ain't fucking doing that. And that's what pisses me off because they favored this other teams because they don't want to see Pittsburgh. They don't want to see what somebody like Tom. Tom Wilson, you know, he takes a cheap shot. He's been suspended four fucking four times in four years. And meanwhile, um, uh, Matt Cook, okay, he gets, he don't play anymore because if he would have played and two to the cheap shot, just like Tom Wilson, he would get fucking knocked out of the league and not Tom Wilson. That's what I'm afraid about 
all this shit because we don't have a fucking goon and our thing to protect Crosby, Latang, Dumoulin, these other superstars who are making millions, and we don't have a fucking goon because this fucking league thinks, oh, yeah, he gets suspended for what? For not even a cheap shot and make a big check, and they give him a fucking four-game suspension, and this fucking guy did the, a terrible hit, a major, they give him two minutes for fucking boarding. And meanwhile, his head smacked to the fucking boards, the glass, and gets knocked out and misses 17, 18 games. And this motherfucker's playing, and it means nothing happens. That's why this guy in Toronto, he's suspended definitely until the next season because they miss the game, they misses, but he he's a criminal twice. After the Third time, kicked out. The third time, see ya. No, five, four, six, ten, twenty. Give away with everything. And meanwhile, Matt Cook is watching and saying, what the fuck is this league is doing? This guy is taking a cheap shot. And meanwhile, I get kicked out of the league for three times. And I'm not doing nothing, not legal hit. But they penalize our guy because, you know, He's doing a power check, and they give him a fucking 10-game suspension because he hit somebody in the boards. Oh, he got knocked out. Oh, yeah, he got knocked out. So this guy's going to get say, no, no, you don't do that shit. You do one. Somebody do you, your team does Somebody does it, your team, and you do it to that team. That should be even. Even square, not go somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, my guy got hit, and meanwhile he took the same cheap shot to another guy. He didn't get a penalty. And what the fuck is that all about? You can't do that shit. If you gotta call, call down the line. If I if I make if I check you on the board and I get two minutes, then you check me again. If I checked you, i get two minutes. Not, oh, uh, i get two minutes, you didn't. When, when I do it to you, you know what I'm saying? i get two minutes, you didn't do it when you did it to me. No, that's not fair. You know what I'm saying? If you got to uh-huh. do penalty, do like, you know, keep it, you know, okay, i got two minutes for checking. And the guy does the same thing to my other teammate. Different guy does it on my other teammate. He don't get two minutes. Why I got to get two minutes? He did it. Be be even. If you're not going to, you're not going to be even, don't call no fucking penalties. Don't be, oh, the other team has four power plays. We don't have shit. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we got a whole entire game with no power plays, and we're defending six times. We're ourselves in the penalty killing because these six cheap gay penalties, meanwhile, they're not fucking half of them in our penalties. When they do that, they don't call the same wait, thing. Wait, wait, oh, hold, hold, hold it, hold it. I hear something. Okay. Something. Yeah. Well, okay. all right. Yeah. Let, let's let's change the subject and um, like I said, I agree with Danny. 
and there, probably everybody will agree with me what I said to blah blah blah, whatever. But another thing, I want. I don't know if JD told Chad or you guys or whatever, but I'm here talking tonight, and I want to say it because it comes out of my voice, not somebody else's. I understand that, but right now, I like you guys to do one big favor for me, and one big favor is I want a lot. Uh, like, how am I going to say it? Like, a lot of, um, like, almost like a fundraise, like, but not raising money. I want to raise uh, a foundation of, like, almost like a Twitter box, like. Yeah, I want all everybody, yo, know, to be on my side, and like a lights almost. Like, I want to do like a a fundraising type, not with money, with uh, people's, you know, uh, sympathy or prayers. Um, because I don't know if JD told you, Chad or Dan, Michelle, or anyone is listening to right now. And I know JD said, he, he, I know what he's saying right now. And I thank him for saying that. I should say it, not somebody else. But I was scared, but here I am tonight. And I'm on a donor list for a cornea transplant. Not cornea transplant. A cornea um a donor tissue to hold the, the tissue is holding your pupil inside your brain like your eyeball mm. um my tissue is really damaged and that's why i didn't come on the past couple of nights because and um not because you know you guys, I love to come on and talk, not wrestling shit and make everybody laugh, you know, stuff like that. But when it comes to the serious point like this, we always take a second and a two, whatever, get on the phone or get on a Facebook, Twitter, a news feed and post out like, let's help this gentleman out. Not fundraising, not money-wise, but a lot of prayers and a lot of, you know, supportive. Because right now, I need a lot of supportive. Because the past a week, so yesterday was a week, my left eye was keep, keep bugging me every freaking night. And I don't know what it was until I found out yesterday that I knew was something wrong with my vision, not my pressure. Thank God my eye pressure stayed perfect. If it goes a little bit high than whatever it is, then there's something wrong. Or if it goes low, then we're talking about a major surgery or a major, you know, 
blindness, whatever, you know. And when my cousin from Germany came in, my dad's cousin, which is my third uncle, I went over my other uncle, which is my godfather, and and um, I went up to the house right where JD lives at. Um, so and I was not myself. My uh, my both of my uncles knew that something was not right because. I ate a little bit, and I didn't want to eat no more. And I was not talkative like I'm talkative right now. And they knew was when I'm not talkative or I'm not eating properly, uh, because, believe me, I can crush fucking food like there's no tomorrow. But that day or that week, after, that week by Easter, I was not myself. Even my dad said, are you okay? I was like, my eyes is killing me. I didn't want to go nowhere. That's all I want to do, be, is, is in my freaking room, my dark room, with my dark glasses. I call it the dark glasses of Stevie Wonders, okay? In my dark room, I don't have no light in my room. If I do have a light, this is to see where I'm walking to when it's a night. I have a little dim light. That's it. Or have a black light ceiling fan. I don't have that on either because, you know, then it gets overheat. Then, you know, I have these little stickers that are glowing in my, in my room. Like, I got, I see, you know, glow stickers around and stars. You know, but um, I was not myself. And I went yesterday that I, I'm on a donor list as of yesterday or today that I don't know if they go overnight. I have no idea. They told me, we're going to put you on a donor list for a tissue. A tissue in my eyeball, like I said, is holding your eyeball. It's torn just a little bit. And no wonder I have a hard time seeing, hard time, you know, focusing like, like I'm, I freaked out because I don't want to lose my vision. If I lose my freaking vision, I must have just die and go to heaven, seriously. And I don't want that. And I talk stupid. I get frustrated. And I talk, you know, I text somebody stupid. And they text my, you know, psychiatrist. And my psychiatrist call me, you know, blah, blah, blah. Why are you talking stupid? I know you're frustrated. I know you lost your mom 13 years ago. You know, I know you lost your grandfather. It'll be 13 in three months. You lost your grandmother on my dad's birthday. Okay, then you lost your aunt three days later on November 1st, which was a Sunday. Three days later, you lost your aunt, which is my mom's sister. Okay, and she taught me how to my mom to drive. I don't have anybody now. I don't have. Yeah, my dad, my dad, I, I try to talk to my dad and try to understand, and he don't. He does a little bit. Luckily, he takes me to fucking my appointments. 
and he complains sometimes like, why are we going to see so many specialists? Because, Dad, I need to do the second opinion. Okay, the first opinion, they don't want to do it. Let me go see another one, see what he says. If not, then we go to another one. Luckily, luckily, probably JD probably will laugh. You guys will probably laugh the rest if I say this name. That is the funniest name ever, which I still is funny. But you know what? She is one of the greatest eye doctor I ever experienced since my other doctors in San Jose. I have three doctors. I have Dr. Cockerhammers, which he did my cornea transplant, 2003 and 2004, um, both of my eyes. And now he's in San Jose with him and his wife. He does the same thing he did to me. And the lady took his spot, very nice lady. Her name is Dr. Piagepe. She's from Allegheny General Hospital. Very girl, nice. She didn't want to do it. She knew something was going to happen. She didn't want to do it because she didn't want to take a chance. Okay, whatever. So I went to see another doctor. And another doctor was from Oakland. Where, my, my, where I grew up at, where I was born, where my mom was grew up. There was a hospital called UPMC Montefiore. And Montefiore has an eye, eye, eye center in UPMC. So her name is Dr. Dolly Wall. Very nice girl, okay? Her office is the UPMC Eye Center in Moreauville. So I went to see her, and she told me, you telling me, okay, I've been going this hospital, AGH, since I was eight years old. You're talking about 29 years ago, okay, in Connie. Nobody told me about my disease that will affect my skin until August of last year, which is going to be a year coming up. I didn't know my disease caused my skin to get dried. And everybody thinks, oh, so it's your psoriasis, your dry skin. Okay. I put a, I put four bottles of lotion on my arm, and it dries like two seconds. And I knew something was not right until I seen that doctor that she told me was my disease. My disease is called keratoconus, and the, the, the skin is eczema, okay? Well, my disease called keratoconus, that's what I have since I was a little child. And you can look it up, and it'll say this disease will affect late childhood or early adulthood. Well, it happened since I was eight, so you're talking about 29 years I've been fighting this disease and counting, okay? And all...
But we apologize for okay. the heartbreak. He had a technical error on on, on, the, on his side of the phone. Uh, so unfortunately, um, uh, so but ladies and gentlemen, of course, what what uh, Fonzie was talking about, um, and and JD will JD, I'm sure we can get some more information from Fonzie about all this, and we'll post something about it on on one of our pages. So if you can if you can take care of that here for us, JD, I appreciate that. Uh, find out this more information if you can, please, sir. Thank you very much, Danny. One thing, the reason why I asked you just to stick behind here, even though we're just past 11 o'clock hour Eastern time here, there was something that we did last week, and we we were hoping you were going to be on to do this, but unfortunately, you were not with us. As you know, the week before, they of course had the infamous superstar shakeup, um, mm -hmm. and and JD, please inform Fonzie there was a technical error. That happened. That's why we lost him, unfortunately. JD. Okay, I guess JD's on. So I mean, I guess, I guess he heard what I said. Okay. Um, anyway, um, anyway, anyway, what we did, what we did, uh, JD actually started this on Raw Radio the other week, Danny, and I figured I'd try to extend mm -hmm. it a little bit further to, like I said, our show's Revolution and Wolfpack. What I did was, is I as is I had, um, is I had my set in my myself, JD, John, and Fonzie uh, name thirty superstars, and what we and like I said, but there was no limit to that to them. There are superstars from the past, super superstars from the present, uh, male superstars, female superstars, tag teams, tag teams count. Ooh. Tag teams counted as one pick. Okay. So like small fantasy picks, right? Is that what we're doing? I didn't, I didn't understand. What is it? I, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Oh, uh, so uh, we're going to do a fantasy shakeup right here, right now? Well, like, but here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Um, what I want to do is try to get your Get get you some get your picks in and maybe use them uh, along with possibly JD and Fonzie. But uh, but like I said, uh, with Fon with the technical error that Fonzie had on his end, we unfortunately did not get a chance to do that. But what we're going to do at least for you tonight is I what is is like I said, think of the superstars from the past, the superstar from the present, uh, male superstars, female superstars, tag teams. Tag teams count as one pick. Okay, one pick. Uh, All right, and and like and like I said, we will. I will, and what I will do in place sometimes of our fancy matchup uh, during our matchups during our wrestling extras, I will take wrestlers that from what from your stash and make fancy matchups out of it. See, so that's how uh, that works. Yeah. Now, okay, but let me go ahead and run it down real faster about who I have picked. Who JD has picked, who John has picked, and who Fonzie has picked. So that way you won't pick the same ones. So everybody's got different. Okay. 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 I'm I'm way right. Okay. And also just also 
it does extend to announcers as well. Oh, okay. Cool, yeah. cool. But like I said, the sky's the limit on whoever you want to pick. Now, my picks so far are as follows. I have chosen Brad Hart, Tony Schiavone, Buddy Murphy, Brutus Beefcake, The Rockers, Christian, Tito Santana, Jimmy Snuka, Mr. Perfect, Medusa, Jeff Jarrett, Sting, uh, Bob Orton, Jerry Lawler, Gail Kim, Ronda Rousey, Chris Jericho, Harlem Heat, Bruno San Martino, The Big Show, Honky Tonk Man, Tatanka, Muda, Bailey, China, Rick Rude, The Steiner Brothers, Dean Ambrose, Rick Martell, and Buff Bagwell. Now, you're going to get 30 picks, by the way. You probably can tell by that. You get 30 Ooh, picks. Okay. 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 JD has his who them, but I'm going to name them all so that we like so you have an idea. Okay. So, so I'll, but I'll help you out along. We'll help you out along the way here. JD okay. has chosen. Thank you. Super, JD's chosen superstar Billy Graham, Ivan Koloff, Shane Douglas, Dr. Death Steve Williams, Rick Flair. Ricky Steamboat, Roddy Piper, The Legion of Doom, Becky Lynch, Arn Anderson, Scott Hall, Nikki Cross, uh, Randy Savage, Bula McGillicuddy, The Iron Sheik, Lita, Magnum TA, Hulk Hogan, Mean Gene Okerlund, Adam Cole, baby, The Fabulous Freebirds, Rob Van Dam, Kevin Owens, The Midnight Express, Wendy Richter, Gordon Soley, Stacey Keebler, Eddie Guerrero, Nick Bockwinkler. Ray Mysterio. John has chosen Triple H, Andre the Giant, Harley Race, Raven, Bray Wyatt, Lars Sullivan, The Undertaker, The Rock, Dusty Rose, if you will, Edge, Alexa Bliss, Kane, AJ Lee. As a tag team, he's chosen Carrie and Kevin Von Erich, but as a tag team, Cody Rhodes, Beth Phoenix, Chris Benoit, Yokozuna, Johnny Gargano, Big John Studd, Taz, the Dudley Boys, the Big Boss Man, Cedric Alexander, John Morrison, the Ultimate Warrior, Tori Wilson, Apollo Crews, Drew McIntyre, and Natalia. And here is Fonzie's picks. Seth Rollins, Cesaro, The Usos, Alistair Black, Sable, Al Snow, The New Day, Randy Orton, Val Venus. Owen Hart, British Bulldog, Trish Stratus, Ron Simmons, and D'Lo Brown as a tag team considered as the Nation of Domination. Doink the Clown, Bam Bam Bigelow, Asuka and Kari Sane, who we just saw team up recently, thanks to Paige. Uh, the Miz, Rikishi, Kurt Angle, Diamond Dallas Page, Miss Elizabeth, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Jake Roberts, Larry Zabisco, Braun Strowman, Aldo Montoya, AJ Styles, Vince McMahon, Ricochet, and Michelle McCool. So now, okay. like, so like I said, past to present, male or female, uh, like I said, tag teams, tag teams count as one pick, and also, like I said, announcers as well. So it does not matter where okay. they've wrestled at or where they it doesn't matter where, where they're at or where they've been. But like I said, because like I said, this is a mix-up here, kind of a mix-up here. Right? That's why we call it a shake-up, you know, you get mixed up and all that. So all right. Follow me. Go ahead, make your picks. Your first one, please. You get okay, 30 picks, um, by the way. 
many picks. Okay. Um, yeah, and like I said, like you, like you said, dip, dip, dip. Um, you're gonna help me out if I uh, mess up, and you know, thank you very much. Um, with my first pick, though, um, I'm gonna go outside the box here that nobody has thought of. Um, I'm gonna take the double champion, the first man to hold to, to win. New Japan and Ring of Honor gold in Madison Square Garden. My first pick is Jeff Cobb, and I, Jeff, uh, a oh, man that I'm proud to call a friend. Okay, Jeff Cobb. Okay, good, good pick. Yes, right, I, I, not to brag. Uh, I'm sorry, but not to brag. But I know him pretty personally. And um, with my second pick, I'm going to need a tag team up in this business. Um, somebody that y'all never thought about. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pick um, Deuce and Domino. Oh, I haven't heard about that team in a long time. Uh, Deuce and Domino. Yeah. I'm a greaser at heart, and I love their gimmick. Um, even though I got blocked by Cliff Compton on Twitter for some reason, I don't know why, but I still love them. You know? I love that. I love Deuce and Domino. Um, my third pick, um, I need I – need, some strong female representation. I'm going with Victoria's slash Tara, Lisa Marie Barone, one of the okay, best women's one of the best women's champions that that this business has ever seen. I'm gonna put her as Victoria for you, so we know you found that. Okay. Okay, Victoria, right. yes. Uh, that's how I met her. I I met her too. And she is a, a cool, cool chick. Right, number four there, bud. Um, number four. Um, you know what? I'm going to go back to the days of uh, WCCW. Um, unfortunately, we lost him, but he was supposed to be a big-time player in this business for years to come. I'm going to go with Gino Hernandez. Oh, okay. Okay. Let me, I'm writing you down as I go here, so give me just a second here. Okay, okay. That's, right. that's why I'm going. That's, that's why I'm going pretty slowly here. I'm taking my time. Um, one name that I did not hear in any of those picks, and that needs to be represented in all of wrestling. We're talking about the very famous Guerrero family. I'm going to go ahead and pick Chavo Guerrero. Oh, Ch- oh, gonna say Chavo. I'll just write Chavo down. I know you're talking about when you say Chavo. Okay. All right, very good. Very good so far. Okay, and um, if you're going to talk about one of the greatest in this business, um, somebody that's tough, rough, and can get the job done, look no further than from Blackpool, England, William Regal. Oh, oh I said Regal, yeah. Excellent he, pick. Okay. Um, Go ahead. I'm going to pick a tag team here. Um, okay. Not to brag, but uh, some good friends of mine, whenever I see them, the rock legend scum, Adam Thornstowe, Lester the legend. I'm talking about Reno scum. Boy, boy, boy. You said Reno as in Reno, Nevada? Yes, sir. Reno, Reno Scum is what they're called. Is it two words? Yeah, they're one of the... Yes, 
they're one of the best in the independent. Um, there's a video out there where they're in Pro Wrestling Gorilla where they uh, were against the Young Bucks. Um, I will try to find it and send it to you as soon as I can. You got to see this match; it's awesome. And they have, okay. I, I've, I've, as far as you know, personal stuff goes. Like they've on on Facebook and stuff like that. They've, uh, I've had some come to Jesus meetings with them, and they've put me, you know, kind of in my place, but also guiding me along the right path. So I love these guys with all my heart. They're some of the best in the world, one of the best tag teams going right now. They've fought an impact many times, and Jeff Jarrett gave them work. So they're they're legit. I love me some real stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, I'm at number... What what number am I at now? Okay, let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You're up there, number eight. Okay, number eight. With my number eight pick, um, he is a true legit badass. Um, one of the best going right now. Um, he just won the Impact World Championship, but he got nuked in that match. But um, you've seen him in Lucha Underground, and you've seen him all in the independent. Um, I'm talking about Brian Cage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I okay. met him. Good dude. Man, top flight, man. Okay, um, I need uh, a tag team and the next – I'm just, you know, giving you a heads up. Tag team, another tag team. I'm going to go with a woman and then – Maybe somebody that's legit singles, but uh, let's uh, go with the tag team here. Um, somebody that's not to be messed around here. Um, they wear a mask, and they're some of Lucha Libre's best. I'm going to go with Ray Phoenix and Pentagon Jr., Pentagon Zero M, the Lucha Bros. Oh, that's right. They call it Lucha. Okay, Lucha. Bros. Okay. All right. Say one, two, okay, so, three, um, four, six, seven, eight, nine. You got nine so far, so you're almost two, one-third of the way. Okay, so I'm at number 10 now? Number 10, yes. Okay, so um, I need to pick a, another woman um, because I need a very strong division, um, and she is by far the best women's wrestler in the world right now. She just won the Impact Knockouts Championship, Tessa Blanchard. Oh, yeah. Tessa Blanchard, very good. Okay. Got some good females here so far. Um, got a, well, got a couple there, but you got some good tactics you- here. Uh, If you want to go ahead and, uh, you know, if you want to go ahead and uh, please, if you could do a rundown for the audience, seeing as we're uh, one-third of the way, please, so they get a chance of uh, what I'm working with here, please. Oh, oh, rundown what you've got so far, or or is that what you're asking? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Here are Danny from Oak Park's picks for, of course, for our WWS Superstar Shakeup. So far, he has chosen uh, a lot, lot of superstars. He's talked about, of course, on the show. We had some good, good, uh, good discussions about a lot of these uh, guys and gals here. Let me tell you what he's got on tap right here. He's got a good mixture here, ladies and gentlemen. Very good indeed. So far, he's got Jeff Cobb, Deuce and Domino, Victoria, the late Gino Hernandez, uh, Chavo Guerrero. I would assume you're talking about Chavo Senior or Chavo Junior. I don't know what you're talking about. Chavo Junior. Um, if I can, with a um, with a manager. Um, well, how about can I give him? Uh, can I give him with that with that pick also? Um, Chavo Classic as his manager. Is that possible? Well, I tell you, I tell you what, I tell you what to do here. I tell you what to do here. We'll we'll put we'll put Chavo Senior down as this one, and he can serve in either capacity. I'm sure, like I say, he did actually did some wrestling. I know. And then, of course, if we want to, we can do Chavo Guerrero Junior as your number eleven pick. Um. You know what? We'll just go with how it was. Yeah. Yeah, I was just wondering. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, okay, we'll be right now. Go on, Chavo uh, Guerrero. Yeah, but Chavo right. Guerrero Jr. Yeah, that. Chavo Jr. Okay, one of Jr. Okay, we'll put it as Jr. Okay, all right, thank you. Uh, yeah. Of course, you got William okay. Rachel. Uh, another tag team here, Reno Scum, uh, Brian Cage, another the Lucha mm-hmm. Brothers, who I uh, believe they're going to be wrestling at the new AEW. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. The current Impact Knockouts champion, uh, the daughter of the one of the only uh, infamous members of the world, Holly Blanchard, Tessa. So, uh, very good, very good picks right there. Here. Uh, uh, very, very, very good picks here so far. There, uh, uh, Danny, like I said, with you at one one third of the way through. Like I said, um, like I said, okay. we can get more in. So let's go ahead and see what else you got. Okay, so uh, with my number 11 pick, um, I need somebody that's going to toughen up this locker room, somebody that's going to whip these guys into shape. I need a veteran. I need somebody that's not going to pull no punches and tell it like it is. So I got an idea. Right. I'm going to go ahead and pick Hardcore Holly. Hardcore? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me make sure my pick. Who, okay. who is a great Twitter follow, by the way. Um, and if you uh, send him a message and, you know, be cool and everything, he's going to give it right back, man, because he's as real as it comes, you know. And he, he's did some things, but you know what? He's he's one of the guys that, you know, I, I want I want him to come in. I actually want him to come back and whip these guys into shape, get that locker room straight, you know. Because we we need some toughness in this uh, locker room. I'm not seeing it right now. But um. Right. Indeed. Okay, number twelve. Number twelve. Um. Wow, I gotta kind of think about this a little bit. Um. I need. I need some more legendary representation. I need somebody that's gonna um put my promotion on the map as not only as far as wrestling goes, but all of entertainment and to 
keep kayfabe to its most tightest. Um, and so with 50, with more than over 50 films under his belt, and one of the true, the most legendary name to ever come out of Mexico, and to keep his mask on at all times, my number 12 pick is El Santo. Oh, yeah. We talked about El Santo many times, especially as far as as his birthday is Mm -hmm. concerned. Absolutely. Okay, we've got him down. All right, next up, number 13. Number 13, he is a legend within all of Japan, and he's got his own anime series. He's still going... In, in another carnation really strong as far as, you know, Lucha Libre and Japanese style around the world, I'm going with my 13th pick, Tiger Mask. Oh. My goodness. Excellent pick so far. All right. We got 13 so far, 17 more to go. All right, now you're up to number 14. Okay, number 14, I need to pick a tag team here. Um, You know, there's been some pretty legendary tag teams out there. Um, But um, let's see here. Okay, I got to kind of think a minute. I'm not sure if anybody said this yet, but it's kind of obvious. The best tag team going right now is the Young Bucks. Nobody said Young Bucks did pick. Then I'm picking the Young Bucks. Oh, going for the Young Bucks. Yes, indeed. Two men who was also responsible for uh, bringing AEW into existence. I think it was, yes. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So 14 picks so far. Uh, number 15, folks. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's kind of uh, dig in the women's pool a little bit. Um, I'm going to kind of go back to the Attitude Era. Um, she's had a couple incarnations. She was also one of the original Glow Girls. Um, with this pick, I'm going to go ahead and pick the Hall of Famer, Ivory. Oh, yes, that's right. Just recently, I don't think it was not too long ago, she got inducted into the Hall of Fame. So. So yes, and, and, according to, and according to X-Pac, uh, just a, a, a saint in the spit. Well, actually, like, she talks too much, uh, you know. But just, you know, one of the best workers has earned everything she's gotten. And I, I, I like her in Right to Censor. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. All right. That, yeah. Yeah. Halfway, halfway through, 15 more to go. You're up to number 16. Oh. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's keep the ball rolling here. Um. I'm going to go ahead and dig pretty deep. Um, 
I'm going to go into Lucha Underground here. Um, and I'm going to pick... Um, I've met this guy a couple times. I met him at the Cow Palace. Just a great guy. It, he loves this business. He has fun with it. Um, he loves drinking beer and giving stunners just like Stone Cold did. I'm going to go ahead and pick Willie Mack. Willie Mack, okay. All right, 16. 16 picks up, now number 17. Okay. Um, let's see here. Um, yeah, we're digging pretty deep now. Um, um, let's where I can go with this. Um, wow, this is going to be a pretty controversial pick here um, because he's not really, uh, I mean, he's this guy's a heat magnet um, and he does some damage with a baseball bat. I'm going with Sammy Callahan. Oh. Okay, so I see Sammy Callahan on the list now. I see. I think we are. See what did what did what did I say? Let me see. Maybe we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. You got seventeen. Thirteen more to go. We are now up to number eighteen. Okay. Um. This guy right here, man, he is the wave of the future, and he's a former Ring of Honor uh, heavyweight champion or world champion, um, and he's got charisma to spare. I'm going to take Dalton Castle and the boys because the boys got to come with him. That, that's a given. You know, you can't have Dalton, Dalton Castle with, without the boys. Okay. Okay. That's um, three right now. I don't know what the boys' names are, but he's got to have the boys. Okay. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. I tell you, I, well, I tell you what we'll what, what we'll do. What we'll do with that, like I said, I, mean, I won't count. I won't count his associates in as a pick. Uh, but like I said, we'll just we'll just we'll just say, like I said, they are. We'll just uh, every time we pick. In other words, just keep him as a singles pick, and every time you know that okay. you pick him. Picking for a match, you can say that they are they that they, they, they accompany are, I mean, him. Accompanying him to the ring. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that, 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 that's that's their role. They're, they're part of the entrance. That is what I mean. Yeah. Well, sure. I but, agree with that. No problem. Okay. No problem. All right. Excellent. So, excellent. We'll we'll um, doing. we got eight, we got eighteen. Uh, let's see, eighteen. Yes, so we're up to number nineteen. Okay, okay number nineteen. Um, let's see here. Um, I'm going to go with a pretty fun pick here. Um, he's got one of the greatest podcasts in all of the world. He gave CM Punk, um, that infamous, uh, interview back in, uh, Thanksgiving of, uh, 2014. Um, and he is now the NWA national champion. I'm going with boom, 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 Colt Cabana, boom, boom, boom. 
someone from Maxwell Street. Pokemon, okay. All right. Excellent pick so far here. 19 good ones here. And we can't wait. We can't wait, of course, like I said, to for you for to, to pair up some of these guys and all that in interesting matchups here. Matches we may get to see later on or matches we may never see, but we, we always like to do them here. Just mm-hmm. just to keep up the so, all right, 19 out of the back. Uh, uh, you got one more to go before we hit to third one. So, uh, number 20. Okay, number 20. Um, let's see here. Um, I'm going to pick a woman with this pick. I'm going to pick a woman that is a legit badass that can uh, beat any woman. She drives monster trucks and she tossed a WWE or WWF uh, women's championship into the trash on Nitro. I'm talking about Medusa slash Belinda uh, Blaze. Well, uh, I might need to ask you oh. to choose another one because I, that was one of the, that was one of those I, that I chose. Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. I kind of assume that. Okay, let me let me uh think. Oh wait, I've got a really good one here. Um, if she was to ever sign with uh, NXT or I'm hoping AEW, she will be awesome. And you've seen her on Lucha Underground. Give me Evil Lee. Okay, uh, and I'm going to do my best to spell that. Uh, I yeah, I know it's a, it's a hard spelling. I V it's I V E L E S S E is the way I'm going. I, 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 that's close sure. enough. So, okay, sure, that's close enough, right? No, I know who you're talking about. So yeah, there you go. I've said the name. I just don't remember how to spell it. Uh, yeah. Uh, so you got 20. There we go. You're two thirds of the way out. You got 10 more picks to go. Now, also keep in mind here, okay. you've got some good ones here, but keep in mind also that announcers also, uh, you do have a lot of tag teams in here. you got several good female wrestlers. you got a lot of good singles competitors. Uh, of course, this, um, if I may, if I do make, if I do make a suggestion, if I may make a recommendation, Maybe the last two or three of your picks, I would recommend possibly doing uh, maybe announcers. But like I said, that's pretty much up to you. There, they are mm-hmm. that all that is. Decision. So, but do oh, what you feel oh, best. You do, have, you do have ten more picks to go. Oh, so nope. let's see what we got for twenty-one. Okay, right on. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, and then uh, if you can, please at the end of this. Uh, of the of my list, uh, if you can give a rundown, that that'd be awesome. Um, but uh, yes, I am. All right, um, I am going to go announcer uh, with this pick, and I'm surprised. I'm kind of surprised that none of y'all even said this, and uh, I, I've got to give a little bit of shame on you guys. And this guy knocked out JBL. I'm talking about. Oh my God, Joey Styles. That's the man calling. That's that's the one man calling my match. You're gonna have one announcer. 
one announcer, and it's going to be Joey Styles because he worked better alone. A lot of those well, ECW matches, those ECW pay-per-views, it was just him. And he told the story like he was Gordon Sully. Oh, sure. Certainly. So I'm going to go one-man commentary. I'm surprised JD didn't say that. Well, actually, 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 you know what? Uh, The one man's up in the air. uh, Let me, let me, you know, see what I got here with nine more picks here. Just, you know, I'm I'm kind of, you know, jumping the gun here myself. But, you know, I'm just giving Joey Styles his credit. His one man in, in the old school ECW was nothing short of, I don't want to say it rivals JR because you can't rival JR, but it's up there with JR. Okay? Is that fair? Oh, I got it. No problem. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. But you know what? I am going to round out my, uh, I I am going to make it a two-man commentary. And here's a lineup that I've never heard anybody in the world ever think of in a fantasy, which I just thought of now, and I'm going to take the credit because I'm a super genius. <laughs> With Joey Styles, I'm going to go ahead and pick on my color, Jesse the Body Ventura. Oh, okay. Right? Right, there you go. That's going to be a good imagine, imagine that combination. Uh, wow. You know, it, it would be nothing short of awesome. Um, okay, so I'm at 23 now. Um, yeah, uh, yes, that's correct. Yes. Okay. Um, Wow, I'm going to need at least one more tag team. Um, one more tag team. Um, wow. Um, let's see. You know what? I'm going to pick these two right here. Um, yes. Nobody, I'm surprised nobody said this yet because of the Impact Tag Team Champions. I'm going to pick LAX. Oh. Oh, excellent. Fernandez, Fernandez and, uh, oh, damn it, what's his name? Shit. Homicide. Homicide? Yeah, Homicide. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see. We've and got then, 23 there. Oh, go ahead. And, and then number 24, um, you know what? I, I kind of need him to fill out the roster, and I need a veteran. I need somebody that's been there, done that almost. But uh, he's not the very much like guy, but he gets the job done. I got to pick fucking Glenn Gilberti, Disco Inferno. 
You're going to put him down as the Disco Inferno? Yeah. Yeah, because that's how he's known. But you know what? He he's a he is a solid hand. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. I agree and with that. This, and this is, this is what, number 25 right here? 25, yes. 25. Oh, okay, five more picks. Um, mm-hmm. I got to go with a legit veteran. Somebody that is just serious as hell and can actually wrestle from Calgary. Dramatic pause. Alberta, Canada. Lance Storm. Let's see. Did I? I don't think anybody did. No. no. You're, you're, you're in good shape there, okay? And then let me write that down. Okay. Okay. All right, 25 down. Uh, you got five more to uh, five more to choose. Okay. Um, let's see. I got to go with a woman here. But um, she's uh, she doesn't act like a woman. In fact, she's down and dirty, man. ODB. Oh yeah. Man, that's a down, down chick right there, man. Man, she's one of the boys. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I remember her. Oh boy. Uh, okay. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, let me see. Okay. One, two, three, four. Let's see. I think we're. Let's see. I think we. I. I let's see. Let me. Let me do a quick check here. One, two, three, four, mm-hmm. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 26. You got four more. Okay, four more. Okay, four more. So, um, you're up to number 27. You know what? I'm going to go. I just called up Doc Brown. And he's bringing the DeLorean right now. Me, Me and this motherfucker over here. We're about to light up a fat chronic blunt. We're about to go to uh, 1901 here. Ooh. We're about to hit, the, hit up the time machine. We're going to go and pick George Hackenschmidt, the very first world heavyweight champion of the world. Oh, how is that for, that right that for a price place of gold? That is impressive indeed. Oh, my goodness. Three more picks to go. They're up to number 28. Impressive. And then we're good. And then if, if my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Because me and Doc here, we're going to go back to 1955. And we're going to go ahead and pick up one of the toughest, roughest heavyweight, NWA heavyweight champions in all the world. Stone Cold loves him, obviously, Mr. Lee Fez. Oh, yes. Talked about, I think he, uh, 
that we talked about uh, the other day, the anniversary of his passing. So, yes, uh, absolutely. Okay, let's see. That was, let's see. That was number 28. You got two more left, I believe. Okay, so um, I'm going to go with uh, somebody modern and then round it out with a legendary tag team. Um, Okay. This guy's overlooked. And, you know, we all know why. Nobody picked him. But I'm going to pick him. Part of the Samoan Dynasty, former Universal Champion. Um, controversial. I'm going to pick Roman Reigns. going to take Yeah, no, no, no one has said Roman. Uh, so, yeah, we, we, no we, one we, has uh, said Roman. Okay. All right. Well, we got him. Uh, you, now you have him. And now I said one more. Let's, 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 let's double check that number. I'm going to go back and do my calculations. So one, two, three, mm-hmm. four, five, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine. Yes, you have one more left. Okay, and um, speaking of the Samoan dynasty, the ones that, um, you know, one of the legendary tag teams, it's one of, man, Roman Reigns' dad is in this tag team. I'm picking Alpha and Sita, the wild Samoan. Okay, there you go. All right, 30 picks right there, ladies and gentlemen. Made by Danny of Oak Park here, and I will go ahead and run down his picks as well. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, next time that myself, J.D., John, and Fonzie make, of course, fancy matchups, I will get it from each of these lists. And like I said, uh, everybody will get to choose who they think would win in that particular match. Say, say if I had two wrestlers from my picks, I ask everybody who they think would win, plus I will take a guess. And then J.D. would, 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 would I would make the match with J.D. And, then they, and also another bonus in this, Danny, that uh, I, I would choose the two competitors from your list. The way this works, we did this last night. I would pick two competitors from your list, and you would tell me what type of match you would want to see these wrestlers in. Then you would t- then yeah. you'd be the first one to respond by saying, who, who do you think would win against the two gentlemen you, or ladies that you picked and, and 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 also in whatever match that you pick. So I will run down the rules whenever we do this full time next time right here. But let's go and run down Danny's picks right before we get, go off the air tonight, ladies and gentlemen. He has chosen some very good ones indeed from like I said the modern age to of course the uh, to the past of course men, women, tag teams and also we've got two announcers mixed in with that as well. Great picks all around. Let's see what we have on hand. He has got Jeff Cobb, the duo of Deuce and Domino, Victoria, or of course Tara from TNA, who would, but of course we, but we all know who who she is. From the days of WCCW, the late Gino Hernandez, also Sammy Callahan, Dalton Castle. Uh, of course, we'll add in who he calls the boys whenever every time we we put Dalton Castle in a match against somebody. Uh, Cole Cabana, Ivelisse, another. Uh, female competitor, Chavo Guerrero Jr., William Regal, re- a t- tag team called Reno Scum, 
uh, Brian Cage, another tag team, the Lucha Brothers, the current TNA Knockouts champion, Tessa Blanchard, of course, daughter of the one and only Tully Blanchard, Hardcore Holly, El Santo, Tiger Mask, the Young Bucks, uh, Hall of Famer, of course, Ivory, also Willie Mack, also your two, your, your two commentaries for uh, Danny's lineup of superstars, Joey Styles and Jesse the Body Ventura. Also, uh, several more here, another tag team, LAX. Also, the Disco Inferno, of course, we remember him from the days of WCW. Also, Lance Storm, uh, ODB from the days of Impact DNA, Impact Wrestling. Uh, two legendary, I mean, way legendary competitive person who made wrestling what it is today, George Hackenschmidt and also Luthez. Also, of course, uh, Roman Reigns, who, of course, of course, will have the unfortunate task of wrestling Elias at Money in the Bank on May 19th. And, of course, uh, uh, Reigns' uh, Samoan family here is involved in this tag team, the la Danny's last pick, the Wild Samoans. Great picks. And like I said, we can't wait to uh, – and, and also, Danny, we will let you know that, to be fair, that we will not use your picks when you're not on any of our shows. That we wait until you're on there before we use your superstars. So we'll make that – All fair. right, well so. – all right, well, you know how to get a hold of me on that front. So um, just, you know, any ideas, any great matchups that you guys can come up with involving my picks, run it, you know, run it by me. And and more than likely, you know, you're going to get, you know, the hell yeah, you know. So, you know, I, I'm all for, you know, pretty good fantasy matchups, um, you know, and romp them, stomp them, and, you know, and send me any links and, whatever with results and you know let's do this um i'm about to get out of here um i've got to hit the head and i need to eat dinner and get to bed here soon i got work in the morning but um thank you very much chad this was very fun it was very you know i, I was sitting here using my imagination and you know having some some fun with this man um but you know going back to um to Brother Fonzie's, uh, wow, man, he went, he went long, you know. But um, it just goes to show you uh, where we're at in, in WWE right now. It, it's, it's so boring. We're talking about hockey. We're talking about other stuff, you know, and it, it's sad, you know. I mean, it, 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 I, I hope things change, you know. And um, I, I don't want AEW to be, you know, kicking WWE's ass and WWE not responding like the old days. This is a new age we're in, and they better come correct. So on that note, um, thank you very much, Chad, JD. On behalf of Fonzie, um, I know the queen is out there listening, Michelle. Love you, baby. Um, and Anne <laughs> and everybody else. Um, Good night. Um, I will try to. I, I will see you next week. I'll. I, um, I'm going to make it a more of a mission to be on on Friday night. Yeah. But um, yeah, I got to get going, guys. So um, I'll talk to you guys next week. So um, good night. Thank you, Danny. I appreciate that. And also enjoy the enjoy the messenger moments of the day on the rant raw rant panel chat box we've been posting. Uh, I'm sure you enjoy a lot of those interesting moments there as well. So you mm -hmm. continue to enjoy those. Yes, indeed. So, yes, sir. And whatever I find on YouTube, like I said, I just post it left and right. So thank you very much there, sir. We do appreciate it. We'll talk about you here 
during the weekend and also next week, of course, on the Friday edition of Revolution. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much. Good night, guys. Good night. And JD, thank you, sir. You wish to add before we close up shop for the evening? No, I'll talk to you offline, but I do want to wish my sister, her friend Jamie, a happy 40th birthday on Cinco de Mayo this Sunday. My aunt is also celebrating her birthday this Sunday, so happy birthday to all of them. And uh, again, congratulations to your boys. One step closer to Lord Stanley's Cup. Now they will await the winner of Columbus, Boston, as we are now into almost the final round before the big one. Okay. Thank you very much for JD. On that note, we uh, we do thank everyone for listening in here tonight to episode 664 Revolution, a little extended edition here, ladies and gentlemen. But that's quite all right. We don't mind staying on a little bit longer to bring you, of course, the best, of course, in wrestling talk and, of course, other big time subjects here as well. Be sure to join us, of course, tomorrow night at 6 o'clock for WWS Power Hour. We'll be reviewing everything taking place in the network, plus all that, this, that took place in the network this week. Plus, also, we'll be talking about uh, tomorrow's wrestling history and birthdays. And also, of course, uh, <clears throat> uh, wrestling news tidbits from 411mania.com. Check us out at 6 o'clock, of course, 141-364-POWER for Power Hour. And we hope to have, of course, the trivia championship matchup for both the Indie U.S. world title and the WWS TV title between Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, and the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. We'll keep you informed on if that match will still take place tomorrow night or not. Um, and of course, we have an update before Power Hour. We will let you know tomorrow at six on Power Hour about that. For the Iceman, Jared DiGiralmo, the uh, also <clears throat> the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, and also for Danny at Promote Park, as well as our good friend uh, Captain Dave Spieler, of course, who had who uh, came on the FMWS page here tonight. This is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw saying thank you very much for listening, and we'll talk at you here, of course, uh, coming up here with Power Hour tomorrow. And, of course, also coming up here this weekend, of course, with our promo for all, all, everything going, coming on, going on here in the coming week right here in the WWS Radio Network. Revolution episode 664 is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com, where we are three years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio Network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget, uh, in addition, of course, to, of course, all the activities taking place with J.D. and the gang on Raw Radio Monday afternoon. There will be a special occasion taking place. I will make that announcement whenever I appear on Raw Radio Monday afternoon at 3 o'clock. But we're keeping that a secret until I until, until tomorrow, uh, Monday afternoon. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, for, all your, for everything going on in the world of wrestling, pop culture, and other, and other topics, this is, of course, the WCWS Radio Network. Have a good night and a good weekend, everyone, and we'll talk at you soon. Take care. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.